0: Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming out of SideQuest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 102. I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me tonight is BT Calloway. That's true. And also Danny Rosewell. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta work on my beach impression. <laughs> yeah, Joining us for The Simpsons Index, the podcast in which we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time. But the catch is, each episode comes from a different decade, if you two weren't already aware. I'd I heard mean, something similar.
1: I was, but I wasn't sure he knew. So.
0: <laughs> I do know, but tell me more anyway. Well, I'll tell you more about what we just did, which was watch an episode from the HD era. This was Season 29, Episode 9, Gone Boy this was released in December of 2017. It was written by John Frink in this episode. I haven't liked Frink lately. John Frink? You did that other one that I didn't like. Oh, the one about Professor Frink? Yeah. 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 Oh, man, that was so bad. Love is in the N202CH. Uh, I can't remember. Science. It he did yeah, make me love laugh. is in the science. He didn't make me think. In this episode, Bart goes missing when he finds an old abandoned missile facility or something. <laughs> And sideshow Bob is on the case and trying to find him, and he finds him with the help of Millhouse. Whatever, anyway, garbage. What'd you guys think?
1: I just added John Frink's name to my shit list. <laughs>
0: yeah, garbage is right. Welcome to the shit list with Tim Long and Michael Price and
1: a couple others I've actually forgotten, which sucks. I need a proper shit list. I need to make one. Mm. This is important.
0: Stay tuned on the website where we will be posting Beeja's shit list.
1: Yeah, this is the shit list index.
0: <laughs> Yeah, John Frank, mate, what were just, you doing? Yeah. I
1: think he was just on boredom and he was just writing the first thing that came to his head with no breaks and no stopping and no forethought mm. or planning. It's just things just happen and then it's over.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like going through the motions is not quite the right word for what happened there, but...
0: <laughs> uh, what just happened. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it wasn't just going through the textbook Simpsons show.
1: No, even like paint by numbers would have more... Yeah, consistency. Yeah, and just something more going on. Even boring would have been fine here.
0: Yeah. This episode as well was a little bit stylistically different. We sort yeah. of see a Springfield yeah. set in wintertime. There's a lot of grey wash over this, and there's also a lot of shadowing. This made me thought, wow, this actually looks like the movie, weirdly enough. I yeah, guess. they definitely did a lot with like lighting. The scene of the cops in front of the cop car with mm.
2: siren lighting. A lot of interesting things, and it was a hugely interesting premise, you know? It was the boy cried wolf one again, except he lands with a live missile. Yeah.
0: Couldn't have been more interesting premise to work with. And yet. <laughs>
3: and, and Sideshow yet. Bob.
0: Yeah, they really proved me wrong. A episode where Bart finds a missile and Sideshow Bob is after him, they managed to make unexciting. Yeah. <sighs> so, BT, tell me, for better or worse, what's a moment from the story that stood out to you?
1: Uh, I'm gonna read direct from my notes, and a plot point that stood out to me was, "fuck," (laughs) (laughs) Which was my sixth (laughs) note of just already realizing how much of a slog this was gonna be.
0: Yeah, it didn't take long for you?
1: Really didn't. Like, from my notes directly, Bob Shutter has a down arrow, because I once again do the... (laughs) R- 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 yeah. It's a, yeah, it's just so nothing. It's like, remember this? Remember? Hey, you like There's a this? lot of
0: those moments in this episode. Yeah,
1: there's a bit where Homer goes, "Sorry, Marge is like, oh no, someone took the trouble to adopt this highway," and Homer's like, "Oh no, don't tell the highway." Yeah. It's like, like if it had been played as like a silly dad joke, it might have been okay, but it was, you know, yeah. Uh, I've
2: <sighs> <sighs> um, <laughs> got a couple of gripes on the on the, on the fucking, agenda. Ah. Uh, uh,
1: Fuck. I realized what one of my next note meant. There's a bit where Bart goes missing and Homer's like, how do I tell Marge? Hey, Marge, remember when you really wanted that sewing room but we could never figure yeah. it out? It's
3: like, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> not
0: even a joke. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah.
1: Ah, and then I got to f-
0: Fuck. That bit as well pissed me off because Marja's reaction, they cut to do a jump cut to like hours later when there's a search party assembled and she's just doing the pacing thing. So even her reaction wasn't even a payoff to the lameness yeah. of yeah. Homer's like, oh, I'm going to be able to say something awful. watch this audience. Were they going for a Stranger Things bit with her like lighting the candles and no, I mean, looking for messages? That would
1: have been a more interesting place to go, I think. Especially getting a phone call from Bart, who then immediately loses the phone. So she'll be all like, I got a phone call from him, and then everyone else is going to be like, no, we assume he's dead. Yeah, Everyone else assumes he's dead, like, a day later. But at least that would have been an interesting point of the mother believing it, because am I really crazy, or did I really get a phone call? And that would
0: have been something. I thought that's where they were going, and they just dropped it like it was a wet fish. Yeah. I I assume you'd drop a fish if it was wet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you don't find many dry fish. Fish are always... Just
1: don't pick up a fish.
0: Danny, but for better or worse, what's a joke that stood out to you?
2: One big thing that I didn't like as a plot point was Milhouse switching
0: and dropping Bart to get laid. That wasn't even like a story point that they suck with either. Yeah. You think they'd do something with that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Milhouse being Bart's only hope who then goes to his house to tell them and Lex is like, I know why you're here, it's because Bart's dead and we need to mourn together. And she hugs him and he's like, I'm just going to keep the fact he's alive a secret now. And I just wrote, well, Milhouse is a cunt now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But crazy, interesting plot development. That was something. And that doesn't go anywhere. That doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Bart's not aware that Milhouse stalled on this either. Yeah. Yeah. Seconds later, he's folding to Sidesha Bob. Yeah. But Bart never finds out there's no comeuppance. Lisa never finds out there's no comeuppance there. Yeah. Lisa should have a payoff scene from that, or realistically, in the next episode, she should still be sort of like, I don't know. Furious?
1: furious. I think forever. You would be forever angry about that. You let someone let you continue believing someone you cared about, a family member was dead. For me, I would never speak to anybody Oh, yeah. That'd be it. That'd be it. I guess
2: it just depends. Would she find... Actually, find out from Bart straight away.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He'd be like, "What happened?" I th- told Millhouse to come yeah. see you. Yeah, is that what Millhouse was here for? Well, I'm never speaking to that cunt ever again.
0: Yeah, so along with the unresolved thing with Marge that could have gone somewhere, we have this other unresolved thing where Millhouse deserves Mm -hmm. comeuppance. Yeah. Oh, I really didn't like Sacha Bob's turnaround
2: turn of heart. Yep. (sighs) Like first off, his acting was really like slow and just phoned in for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. His voice work—you
1: could could hear the dial tone. Yeah, (laughs)
2: he was going pretty slow and pretty half-hearted. The, oh, yeah, Milhouse. I didn't like him using the musical number, shoehorning in a fucking no- another musical. Yeah. It really felt like crammed in as the weakest way to get Milhouse. To do. I do thought there was not- going to be an interesting torture scene there. Yeah.
0: Do you like light operetta?
1: Mm, how light?
0: I wanted to when a light operetta. Oh, I'm
1: <laughs> just going to stand here listening instead of running and getting yeah, the police. And then
0: they walk <laughs> off doing like a A B A-B call and response thing. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so fucking annoying. And yeah, because they're trying to cash in on our memory of the whole Gilbert and Sullivan bit. Yeah.
1: But for an episode that's trying to bank so heavily on our memory, my memory works fine that we've done this before. We've yeah. had Bob yeah. decide yeah. he doesn't want to kill Bart anymore. Yep. He's even sung another fucking song about it come accustomed to your things. Oh yeah. Since we've done this.
2: Yeah. yeah. Actually, now I'm wondering, is it
0: contractually obliged to have one operetta in every single Bob Song? Does he always have a musical number? <laughs> Play count. How many times have you seen this episode Nurse before tonight? Oh
1: god, only this once. <laughs> 15, maybe
0: 20 <laughs> since December last year. Not even once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the only the second time I saw it. And you know, it was actually getting kind of decent reviews online. I was Because like, online is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Online voted for Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons?
1: It felt like the Frankenstein's monster about six different episodes cut together with just a sham... Ah. I've <laughs> got to say,
0: though,
2: Bart trapped in the forest in, like, a Boy Scrabble's Wolf scenario, that is 100% my favorite type of Simpsons episode.
1: Yeah, I, it had some ideas. Yeah, I could it have had got the, gone along and with it. And
2: Sideshow Bob episodes. Those are my favorite episodes. You know, they're mm-hmm. as good as Burnsy ones when they're good.
1: Yeah, but when they're bad, oh my!
2: I mean, I don't know, like... The tropes are there, you know? Bard lost in a forest, mm-hmm. falling down a hole, turns out it's a spooky shelter with a missile.
0: There were actually some bits with Bart, actually, that I didn't mind how he reacted to the situation, like building the plastic tub family.
1: Yeah, he's bored and he's just exploring and finding stuff and doing yeah, stuff with it. Yeah, sure. yeah.
0: Felt like a Homer bit
2: more than a Bart bit. Yeah, but True. it was cool.
1: He's made Marge a few times out of spare parts. He's. Tr- <laughs> she, she's made a couple of homers Yeah that's true yeah, oh she has, yeah. Hi kids I
0: love <laughs> um,
1: Your flesh mother used to bring me pudding
0: <laughs> The
2: joke about him getting sick of dried apples And moving to dried pears and being happy Fell flat to me Did that fall flat to you guys? Yeah, yeah. that
0: was like an act opening joke And like yeah. what was the writer's thought there How about if he's eating apples And then he switches to pears and they're really good you guys How did have... it not get that response? Crickets. Who fucking laughed at that? Yeah <laughs>
1: There's so many questions here, man, like, okay, let's go to back to Sideshow Bob for a second. They're out picking up trash by the highway, and they, they the prisoners all get roped into this search for Bart, makes sense, but he doesn't find him then, yeah. he finds him later when he goes back to prison, escapes somehow, he goes manages to track to down Millhouse, who happens to know where Bart is at That's that exact right. moment for some reason why Why
2: did he go back to prison at all yeah
1: why not find him when he's out searching for him and then like cover the hole over because my big point here as well is how does no one find this manhole like yeah. it's out in the was open. It just Bart to didn't um, work that far uh, to get lost.
2: Was the him going back to prison and then breaking out just to introduce the therapist to throw yep. back to later? Yep. Didn't uh, need to yep. have him
0: introduced beforehand. Didn't need the therapist at all. Quickly jumping on that point is how did no one discover the manhole? And they have this shitty misdirection bit where Grandpa starts on one of his tangents and Homer blocks. And he says, oh, "I'm not listening to anything," and that is the exact moment that Barton is and Koa yelling out. Oh help. yeah, yeah. it mm-hmm. was painful. Yeah. Hey, how
2: did? This is the dumb question, but how? Did he
1: end up in the manhole again?
0: It said, "Do not jump on it," and he no, jumped on it. The,
2: uh, yeah, he, he went to oh, take Clearly, a, sorry,
1: that's what my. It's not Scotch class; it's art class. He went. It to looks like the word whiz. "scotch." And then an art class was there looking at his way. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So he went deeper in the woods. And some reason when I write the word art, it looks like the word scotch. The, oh, <laughs>
2: rental car.
0: Yeah, ooh. Yeah, oh, the rental car sequence as well. May as well jump into it from here. The workiness. So Homer's little montage, oh, I'm not giving my rental car back without burning all the gas first.
2: Yeah, I mm-hmm. was pretty shit the way Ronald, Ronaldo, whatever his name is, was just like Raphael. Pff,
0: ooh, I ah, can't
2: believe you've still got a quarter tank of gas for free, you <laughs> sucker, you chump sucker. Oh, yeah. you're so stupid.
1: <laughs> oh, let's not look over the important part, because later on, Marge says something about, indicates that they're still in Springfield. Why do they have a rental car? Why did they have a
0: rental car? They weren't why do they have what? a rental car?
1: They weren't going anywhere. Nice. They weren't doing anything. If they were picking up, like, a Christmas tree and they needed the extra boot space, boom, there you go. That's why they have a rental car. But they just have it for no reason. And then they're still in Springfield. This Great isn't even taking question. place
0: anywhere else. Clearly, they're returning
2: from their holiday. night. No, I don't know. Just That's sure. actually
0: a fine bit. And then that'd, like, tie in with Grandpa's shitty joke later about, oh, we're out looking for a Christmas tree. There's a fine eight footer here. That would have, like, thematically tied into this episode. Yes. That that would have been a smart move. Yes. Ah. <laughs> this episode pains me. i got to yeah. say, though, with the rental car bit, I didn't mind Homer's whole repeating thing. It's a rental. You know, shave the dog. Oh, it's a rental. Shave the dog. Pee mm-hmm. in the car. Yeah. yeah. It's hard for us to chuckle about it now. We're just yeah. rage-filled yeah. monsters. Oh,
1: man. I, more is spilling out than I realize I have.
0: It's, <laughs> it's nice. Well, let's cut into it deep with the intro sequence. Now, we normally don't talk about couch gags and whatever, but this warrants it. I am lifting the ban on talk of Couch Cags for this yeah. one.
1: To push the Christmas theme so hard and then have it not be about Christmas. Thank
0: you. Yeah, thank you. Like, that was clearly,
2: like, th- that was heavy theme.
1: The whole intro sequence is, it's Christmas, look at all our Christmas theme. And then we yeah. get the episode, yeah. it's winter.
0: Yeah, it's winter, no Christmasness, nope. no Christmosity. Nope. Yeah, so this intro sequence, I don't know, I didn't think anything was funny from Bart landing on the sentient Frosty the Snowman or... Yeah. Or Maggie's rival having defective stamp on his head? He's got one eyebrow. He is different. Oh, (laughs) jeez. And must be
1: rejected.
0: It's weak. Hey, let's not forget
1: Otto smoking up a candy cane.
0: Oh, yeah. You can do that, actually. I know you can. (laughs) Okay, guys. I do it every Christmas. (laughs) Um.
1: I wish you'd stop. I get Yeah, so that was violent. a pretty poor joke. Like yeah. it
2: felt shoehorned in again.
0: There's really this thing in the HD season; they just need to cram in pot somehow, somewhere. It's mm. got to be there. But they also like cram in these character moments that, again, it's just the character doing something that we laughed at in the past, so it must be funny. And mm-hmm. like the sequence with Mr. Burns and the hounds. and Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and there's the crazy cat lady. She's got a cat sleigh. Fucking. <laughs> 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 yeah. They all come out in, in the sleighs. There was
2: the white queen, like the side off with the line the Witch the yeah. Wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fine. Looking at it, it just looked like they were saying, look at her budget. Look at her budget.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was so lame, and it ended with The Simpsons bursting into popcorn, and then the popcorn wrapping around a Christmas tree. Yeah,
2: that was strangely like a hard right turn at the last
0: second, wasn't it? Yeah, and you're just like... Ha, 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 you're not. You're not like that at all. <laughs> yeah, That was funny. Come but on.
1: I feel like that is the best way to describe this episode, is start like fake laughing, and then keep going, and then at about the 32nd point, start recording yourself... That's the kind of reaction you have to this episode (laughs) of just this forced, horrendous, please let me stop.
0: Yeah. So were there any other wacky moments? So the ballistic missile as well. (sighs) How do you guys think about how that was handled?
1: I mean, I'm glad it didn't explode. Oh, well, it did. I know it did. That's right. So a couple of hippies and probably a lot of people within a 50k radius were killed. Yep. Comedy, people.
0: And they kept cutting to this... Green and black animation style silhouette thing, and it yeah, was, yeah. It was
1: uh, the dial M for murder intro sequence.
0: Oh right, because in one of Bob's delusions, he mm-hmm. goes into a dial T for therapist. Yeah, yeah, this reoccurring dial T thing. I didn't need either.
2: It felt like they were trying to split the plot into
0: segments. Yeah, but it was only for that one like middle section. The middle act had it, you know. But yeah, they kept cutting to this thing, and green silhouette animation style was how they got around the actual missile exploding and mm-hmm. yeah, killing everyone in a 50 yard radius and it was all for a joke so willie can go it always comes out to sweeping
1: yeah because he was such an integral part of this episode up until then
0: everyone's favorite character right uh, how about the heart
1: fuck off
2: didn't you notice how sideshow bob comes to terms with his i did
1: five seasons ago <laughs> yeah
0: but
2: how would you feel about doing something Incredibly heroic.
1: You're quite right. 20 seasons that,
0: ago. Yeah, that was 21 seasons ago. That
2: was great. That oh. was a great bit there. Yeah, amazing
1: bit. And he's like, Do
2: I gotta? Yes. I'm so, so then let go. And oh. then,
0: amazing.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah. there's no heart to be had, and that one heart moment that you would have with Marge, we already covered all the emotional extent of her in this episode. Yeah.
1: How can we forget the heart about Sideshow Bob yelling at the magazine delivery kid many years later in the bumper of this episode? Can I
0: just say that colouring on his hair looked fucking awful. It really did. Yeah.
1: It's like grey on the outside, but the inside still red. It's like, just all be grey. Why? It looks like he's just been cleaning his chimney. It's yeah. terrible.
0: <laughs> no, for an episode that I've got so many compliments on the production design, because it looked great. It was just yeah. content was terrible. And in this one bit, who the fuck designed that and approved it and then sent it out to the world. Thank you. I'm guys.
1: blaming John Frank.
0: Ah, uh, tell me sorry. Sidetracked. Yeah, the lighthouse bit. Yeah. What was the heart in that again?
1: Oh, you know how much he cared about magazines and writing Die Bart Die on the beach for some fucking reason. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm running out of air to exhale. (laughs) The old distant future Mm -hmm. end cut. It's a risky move, you know? And it was the second tag, too. Yeah.
2: yeah, they were well done by that point.
1: Yeah, it's it had the end, and then we had two tags after the end came up. Yeah. I don't know
2: why they did it.
1: Because they had to fill time. We had a long intro.
2: We had a long intro. And we had then a we long... had to have
1: two bumpers.
2: Yeah, and we had like the first act, the rental car scene. That's a write-off. That has nothing to do with it.
1: Yeah, it's just a lot of extra... Padding.
0: Yeah, it ah. wasn't there to establish any character traits that would be relevant. We don't
1: even know why they had a rental car.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he gets out of the car and walks away
2: from that scene.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now let's do something different. Now we're in, we're in the woods now for no reason. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to go to a bit like Homer accidentally runs out of gas like ages away from mm. the thing. And well, that yeah. could be a plot yeah. point. Nope, it Says so much about the heart that we're already back on ripping shit out of the story, but yes or no would you watch it again?
1: Only for like masochistic purposes. Wow,
0: that's dark. I would watch it again
2: if I was trying to write something. Ooh, I feel like writing a good Simpsons episode or, or like a Fallout Shelter survival episode or something. I'd put this on and then not write it, you know?
0: <laughs> do just everything the opposite. Yeah, yeah, don't do
2: what Donnie Don't does.
0: <laughs> All right, so fuck the playlist question. It's not coming up again. Yeah. So guest stars of this episode. Right at the top, we had Kevin Michael Richardson leading the call and response chant as they were picking up garbage.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah Kelsey Grammer.
0: Right Kel- at the top, excuse me. Right
2: at the top, Kelsey Grammer.
0: Yeah, his era Sounds like he forgot the episode and then they had to have someone write it out for him. Yeah. <laughs> they clearly did the soundbite cut
2: for the rake mm. step as well. I think that uh, was like a Foley throwback. I think because the yeah. the rake one was clearly a, a cut as yeah. well. But it stood out like a sore thumb
0: this time because there was so much more inflection here. It was really noticeably choppy. Really was. And uh, just how much the... They were banking on us to laugh at this rake scene like three times in the yeah, episode. Yeah, So he does that first one where he tries to do suicide by rake. Oh, fuck you. Oh. And then they repeat it again in that green animation sequence. And he's like, "I don't want to live in this world. Strike me down now. Rake him on the floor. Take me now. Rake, Is... rake my life, please." Yeah, nice. <laughs> Way
2: funnier. Way funnier. He was trying for the the last second comedy yeah. turnaround. Yeah. The old the one two switcheroo, you might say.
0: Now available for Nintendo Switch. Really didn't land that joke. Not yours. Maybe yours too. <laughs> and also in the episode we had John F. Kennedy Jr.
1: What? John John.
0: Via archival footage. Okay. Oh, of course we did. I'm sorry. Does that count as a special guest? It did on Wikipedia. Wow. Podcasts reading Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. One of the other guest stars was Valerie Harper as a nurse. The Valerie Harper as the nurse.
1: Wow. <laughs>
0: was there a nurse? Uh... Oh, when. The therapist was in hospital, the therapist was in talking hospital. to After Bob on the phone. And, load, yeah. and what does the nurse say? Like, leave him alone I'm or Valerie something. i Valerie Harper. <laughs> the, he doesn't want to talk to you right now or something. It was barely anything. Such a quotable moment. How do we forget? I know, as the nurse. So who was the other guest star, do you remember?
1: Uh, mind-numbing pain?
0: <laughs> oh, this section caused mind-numbing pain. Um, let's see. The rental guy wouldn't be... Homer and Grandpa um, were walking through the woods... And, and who could they stumble upon ah! <laughs> oh you're shitting me oh okay can i just describe How for the- not complain that Can I just describe to the audience? Uh, These guys just look like they just totally forgot that happened. We did. Yeah. And the expression on their face was like, wait, did that happen?
1: It does feel like a weird fever dream of, uh, wait, hang on. Why would Shaq just suddenly appear in an episode, have like a terrible few lines, then fuck, and then fly away? Fucking
0: Because he's Shaq, not Superman. So...
2: Uh, what happened was they came across big tracks in the woods and Homer's like, it's either Sideshow Bob or Shaquille O'Neal. Grandpa's like, oh, that's so funny. There's no way it would be Shaquille O'Neal. Excellent, Flawless, Grandpa. grandpa. And right at that very second on Unrelated Business, Guess who walks through on screen?
0: Ozzy Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. No,
2: it's Shaquille O'Neal. That's
0: how it goes. <laughs> That's Shaquille O'Neal doing Ozzy Osborne. Oh, dude. Marker, yeah, just,
1: just, and Shaquille, can you fly and help us find Bart? I'm not Superman, but you have a Superman tattoo on your arm.
0: The lackiness of this episode. How do you know episode? so much
1: about me? Fly, Shaquille. Oh, fucking
2: God. Yeah, it,
0: was yeah. it was pretty weak. He's pretty weak. Son of um, bitch. I'm
1: going to stare at your dog so I feel happier.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, we have a fourth guest in the studio, is Bella Fitzgerald. Let me just describe... <laughs> say, hello, Belle. Good girl. <laughs> no, she's comfortable. <laughs> she is a cutie, little, curly-haired poodle with one eye, and she's staring at me now with a little, she's got a little tongue out, oh my god. <laughs> Do you feel better? <laughs> Those are little dog sniffs, could you hear that at home? <laughs> Good girl.
2: We'll boost that up in post.
0: Yep. <laughs> Musical moments. Well, the
2: music. Oh, um Fever Dream, by the way. I really did not like Bobby's Fever Dream. It felt so out of place. Yeah. It was sort of going for that like really like fiftiesy, fortiesy sort of
0: cartoon mm-hmm. style. Yep. But he doesn't have these dreams. No. This is not his thing.
1: Yeah, show tunes, if anything. Yeah, not for real.
0: Hitchcock. It wasn't set up early enough to be a good reoccurring bit for the episode, and it was also hammered too many times at the end when it was well, and it's thematically, for it to make it feel it out of place. It thematically
1: doesn't fit either. We're in titled the same as Gone Girl. We almost yeah. hit on a Stranger Things moment, but then all of a sudden we're dial M for murder. It's just fucking pick a movie and do that.
0: Pick a lane. Yeah. <laughs> so, BT, what would you change? So
1: many things. I just said it. Pick a parody I really like the idea that Bart calls Marge, but then Bart's phone is destroyed and she believes he's alive. I don't know yep. why the whole family yeah. has accepted that he's dead already. Well, that's
2: the Stranger Things angle, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's something. It's maybe a little too early to parody, or maybe it's, I don't know, but it's something. It's There's conflict, there's drama. Yeah. There's just yeah. anything. But the, like, the whole family is just like... Because we have no sense of how much time has passed. Like, to us, this was yeah. a day. And they're like, well, we couldn't find him after a day of trying. I guess he's a corpse. Uh, and then, especially Marge and Lisa, to just give up as well. Yeah. Just, actually, all of them. It doesn't make any sense. And just fucking goddamn.
0: And for an episode that's about Bart Messing, we barely spent enough time with the Simpsons.
1: Yeah, I don't even know where we spent time. It's true.
0: We spent too much time with Homer and Grandpa doing Grandpa's senile fucking routine. Yeah, uh, yep.
1: and just Sideshow Bob. Like, there's a bit where you know they go, "We're looking for this boy," and holds up a picture of Bart. and yeah. Bob is like, "Oh, I've never seen him before." And they lift up his shirt as Die Bart Die on. And it's like, yeah. So you know he wants to kill him, oh, but yeah. they bring yeah. him on the search yeah. anyway. It's
0: yeah.
1: Like, oh, in musical moments, you missed Calvin and the hip Monks. Oh, Coming oh back yeah, again. Oh. there were
0: a couple of decent record jokes there, like Sinatra ruins Dylan and Elvis only doing it for the money, but then yeah, the Calvin but, and the Hitman, And it's just it's
1: on just... for a long time. Like yeah. this has been referenced before yeah. in the B Sharps episode where they yeah. just have two lines of song and then that's it as a joke. Yeah. And here it's just. This
2: one goes right through. I think Calvin kills David with a tomahawk?
1: Yeah, and then can yeah. I have my tomahawk back? It's like, fucking, man what is this? Man, Chris, yeah. How many beats my too tomahawk. late
2: can you go? Yeah. yeah.
1: The only thing, the only up arrow I have on this episode is when they get Santa's little helper to smell Bart's sock to track him down. Yes, yes. And he starts leading them through yeah. the forest, and then they go back and open up Bart's sock drawer. That was phenomenal. That was good. That was the one shiny bit in this massive turd sandwich.
0: And see, I'm trying to get to, like, what makes a good long-form joke like this, where you're playing with... Mm-hmm. And that was a good example of one, and also in an otherwise cloudy, dreary episode. Huh. <laughs> Danny, what would you change about this episode? I think at several of the points it
2: should have branched off differently you know it could have stayed as like the rental car I've got to burn the fuel Mm -hmm. that could have taken up half an hour of episode they were having so much fun there, just doing father son bonding at the expense of the other man here's money we have to burn and let's bond doing it that was really funny yeah Yeah,
1: he loads the football into the spinning tire to launch to bar yeah
2: Yeah. (laughs) really has like the spend $20 on an all slurpy slurpy thing yeah Yeah. or falling down into the missile thing suddenly we're in a bunker bottle episode and he's gonna survive in there there. Super interesting Total side story Of Marge coping with loss Super interesting And it mm-hmm. could be
0: more interesting If you do add in Bob and Milhouse Along the way Eventually Yeah Communication gets broke down And all that Yeah
2: I mean they can catch him But they can't get out either So yeah. just as much going on there Also uh, the Millhouse lisa thing That should have branched out That would have yeah. been Way interesting for an yeah. episode Yep Huge twist there Huge dark side to Millhouse That would have had to Been written out somehow But Wow Just, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bob, I love a Bob episode, except this one, it feels like they wasted him. Painfully so. And the worst part is, he was the character they spent the most time trying to flesh out. Mm -hmm. They gave him the most emotional growth, character arc. Of course, all undeserved, all he'd already done before. There was no sense of need for him to have that arc at the start. Yeah. They should have spent that on Bart, on Milhouse, on Marge. Any other element. Also, they didn't need him to sing. If he has to sing, if that's like Kelsey's thing, has mm. to sing like Tom Hanks has to pee and Tom Cruise has to run. Yep. Work it into the script, you know? Don't just like cram that in there for no extra reason at all. Yeah, mm. if he was
0: extorting Millhouse, I'm going to blow your cover if you don't lead me to him. Yes. Oh my God, that makes so much more so sense. So
2: much better.
0: Yeah. Hey, Elliot, what were you changing this episode? Oh man, I think I'm with total teardown. There's elements that you could extract from this episode mm-hmm. to make it work. And I guess I'm just echoing the same points as before. Just Simpsons lean into one theme. Like, I'm kind of getting this theory that they started telling stories like this because they were sick of the status quo. But Mm -hmm. the status quo is exactly what was working, you know? Yeah. Yeah, It's a story arc. It's structure. Yeah. You know? Basic tenets of story. And I don't know how this is a respected show at this point. Like, (laughs) it's just baffling. BT, before we rank this thing, do you have any final notes?
1: I kind of like when the angry prison guard calls them ladies and then later on calls them maggots. Like, are we maggots or are we ladies? You're lady maggots. Yeah. I got like a, heh out of that. But if I wasn't already... The thing is, this episode is like morphine to me. I was just so numbed by it. Yeah. I didn't realise how angry I was until we started talking. But I was just hollowed out by it. It was
0: just... We were standing there, jaws dropped, cigarette in mouth, and then we're like, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. Any other notes, Danny? I kind of wanted to talk about the prisoners as well, because it felt like they really
2: tried to flesh those characters out and then did nothing with any of them. Hmm. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they just had a diverse cast there. Well, yeah,
1: have them walking along looking for Bart and being like, so, Bob, why do you hate this kid so much? Yeah. Oh, let me regale you of the story from my perspective. They could
2: have done
0: a Shawshanky.
2: Oh, they could have, oh, brother, where art thou?
1: Mother! Fuck, and they could have. <laughs> oh, Bart, Damn. oh, where art thou?
0: Yes. Can you imagine Kelsey Grammer in constant sorrow all through his day? Dude. I
1: would have really enjoyed that. It would have been so
2: good. Yeah. He has to get back to save Bar from the fallout shelter before the dam breaks and the flood goes down.
1: And <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, that's,
0: that sounds like fun. I can't believe I've said this for the second time this week. Where's the Cohen brothers? Get me the Cohen yeah. brothers. Yeah.
1: Get me a Cohen. They're pretty much attached. <sighs>
0: ah. All right, time for Elliot Speedy Note Rapid Time. All right. Yeah, during that opening prisoner sequence as well, we have Sideshow Bob slipping on a banana peel. Oh. Eurora. So, as well as Homer doing that, listen to how horrible I'm going to reveal this news to Marge now, Mm -hmm. they double down on that and have Wiggum do it too. I am excellent as good women. What does your son's skeleton look like? (laughs) And I like the
1: line, what does his skeleton look like? That could have been phrased a whole lot better, but yeah.
0: Maybe that's it. Just the lead up of it all just made me so mad.
1: Ma'am, for this, we're going to need a uh, recent photo. And if you tell us roughly what his remains would look like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when they're doing the, oh, we laid out a grid to help us find him, and mm. then everyone trips over the grid, and they do a Wilhelm scream. Yeah. They do. Why? I, but like a I,
1: really noticeable one.
0: Yeah, I assumed that was a joke.
1: But you want to bury the Wilhelm. It's meant to be an Easter egg for those yes. who know what to listen for, but to have it front and center like that.
0: Well, it's as subtle as any of their other jokes. And I hate myself because I did like the ambulance when it drove up and then it tripped uh. over the grid. You should hate yourself for that. Yeah. It wasn't
1: funny. I know. That's why you should hate yourself.
0: I did like how Bart called his built Homer uh, a fat stack of mop buckets. That was just a fun thing to say. Use fat stack, stack of mop buckets. Yep, yeah, that, that works so well. But then I didn't like how he first discovers the phone and uses it to do a classic Moe's prank phone call. He does
2: the thing that he, he's done he does, time and
0: before. Yeah. <laughs> With a more clunky gag as well of test D calls. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It yeah. wasn't even rolled out good.
1: It wasn't great. But Superman I... doesn't roll out good. You don't roll out well.
2: Damn it. <laughs> hey, you
0: walked into that one. <laughs> I did.
1: It's been a while. Maddie did one. I was been like, a while. I don't want to jump on this because she's new. <laughs>
0: <laughs> another plot element that they dropped that could have been good was Milhouse and Nelson were looking for him. And then at one point, Milhouse was like, I need to search for my best friend. Oh, I could be your best friend. Oh, yeah. That could have been another element. So like, they're looking for him and Nelson actually likes the time that him and Milhouse are hanging out. And then like Nelson finds Bart. And then keeps it from Millhouse. Oh, my
2: God. Hey, look,
1: better episode number four.
2: Yes. Then we've got to find some way that Lisa has to keep it from Nelson. Or yep. they don't know that each other one knows, so they both have to act like it to the other one.
0: Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> how does this keep happening? <laughs> this is 40 minutes of complaining. Like, It's weird how we complain
2: enough, and then like the lenses slowly like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Better or worse? Better or <laughs> Clips. Worse. Better.
0: Totally. So they do a couple of bits where they bank on Sideshow Bob's delivery of old lines, like where he goes, yeah. I think when I'm o- older, I'm going to open a flower shop. Like he said, the yeah. flower shop in that other episode. And then when he sees Millhouse and he goes, hello, Bart's friend. Again, maybe they're good jokes. It's just, again, miserable I, time.
1: Yeah, I didn't even remember that. I was so morphined out at this point. <laughs>
0: I did like how like he had to turn the two keys and then he could use his big foot to turn the other one. I thought that was a...
1: It was okay-ish. Yeah.
0: But then he kept going yeah. on about Zoom at Boston, Massachusetts. Dial 340, oh, tie, and mail to P.O. box something.
1: Yeah, I would, like I said, more I it's more here.
0: Kelsey Grammer crap. And my last note is the electric chair joke. It was just for too forum.
1: grim out of nowhere. Like, yeah. oh, wow. Okay. Didn't
0: match the keeping
2: of the rest of the episode or the rest of the Simpsons, excuse me. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right, guys,
0: I think it is time to rank this thing. (laughs) Not well, Jim, not well. (laughs) Just run the bit and we'll uh, we'll get there. On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. But if the episode was just meh, you give it a participant. But for the good rankings, we have good for bronze, great for silver, excellent for the gold. But for the very best of the best episodes, we have a special ranking. This ranking is for the episodes that are just all ooey-gooey, rich and chewy inside and... Golden flaky. Crisp and Crunchy outside? (laughs) So close. Good enough. Uh. You give those episodes the special ranking of Cubic Zirconia, but I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. I am failing this episode. If this episode done one thing right, it might have been a participant, but I just can't ignore how much I hate this episode, so it's a failure. Danny, what have you got? I am failing this episode because how much I liked it. (laughs) Um... (laughs)
1: <laughs> you have some confusing emotions inside. Thank you. you, th- you got to work them you. out, buddy. This
2: Fucking is we anarchist. We came up with maybe seven to eight different story mm-hmm. beats that I thought were really interesting and I would really love to explore further. Yep. I liked all of them so much I was very disappointed when none of them mm. eventuated into anything. I really, I should give it eight failures, or, or like eight semi-failures and build it up. Eight failures don't add up to like a participant, so yeah. I, it's just stay <laughs> failed.
0: Yeah, zero times zero is zero. Yeah. BT, finish us off.
1: Uh, I'm going to say this while looking at Bella's little floofy face. <laughs> it's a dead set failure. I enjoyed <laughs> absolutely no parts of this. <laughs> uh, just back to the drawing board. Try again, guys. You can try again. Yes, you can.
0: All right, guys. Well, this will be a unanimous failure all around. This will be joining another Sideshow Bob episode, The Italian Bob, which we also gave a failure. That wasn't great. This will also be going along with Lisa Goes Gaga, the story of Moe's rag, the time that Marge went (laughs) grey, the (laughs) aforementioned Professor Frink love story episode, the old blue mare she ate what she used to be when (laughs) Marge is the mare.
1: That other fucking Sideshow Bob one with all his family comes back.
0: Oh, yeah. Funeral for a Fiend. Wow, so many Sideshow Bob's in the pits of failure. Yep. What about the pregnant horse one? Oh, what do we expect when Bart's expecting? You better believe it. And, <laughs> and white Christmas blues. We mentioned that before. Is that reputation justified?
1: Is that reputation justified? Just I love it. it.
0: So Dennis Perkins of the AV Club, our old mate. Great. Okay, this episode of B plus. Woo. How a coherent narrative Fuck. through line. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, this is a check Coherent narrative through line, check Carefully nurtured extended gags, check What? Lines that made me laugh out loud, a handful of checks <laughs> Wow
1: Okay, that man is just wow. used to being on morphine <laughs> He told me it's about
0: just it. Ruined his brain, I'm worried I had a uniformly good time watching The Simpsons I don't feel like
2: saying it has a coherent storyline is B-plus material. That's like absence of failure. Yeah, that's
1: like it passed. It, it didn't was coherent. Sh- it, didn't shit it, <laughs> it didn't shit its pants.
2: Yeah, congratulations. Yeah,
1: on not shitting your pants, which is fucking dead. <laughs> oh, fuck. Just, you know what? I'm going to say, he doesn't watch these episodes. He's no. just making this shit up and collecting a paycheck. AV Club, call
0: us. <laughs> we will give you some reviews. Oh, yeah. And Tony Sokol of Den of Geek gave this episode three out of five stars, saying the premise <laughs> promised... The premise uh, mm.
1: promised led us to seven better plot lines that they didn't use. Yeah, for real. Although I like saying premise promised.
0: Premise promised. All right, guys. I think it's about time we get into our teens episode. Yes, please. All right. Let's wash this filth off us. Fucking. Ugh.
1: So unclean. So <laughs> unclean. Pass me the dog. I'm going to roll around in it's filth. <laughs> that's, I'm that unclean. doesn't. <laughs> that's, 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 oh, that's nasty. You're right. Just leave me at saying unclean. <laughs>
0: Six months later and we are back. And we just watched our Teens Era episode. This was Season 11, Episode 21, It's a Mad, 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 Mad Marge. First released in May of Ought, It was directed by Stephen Dean Moore and written by Larry Doyle in this episode. Otto proposes to his girlfriend Becky, but he leaves her at the altar after Marge interferes with their relationship. Becky comes to live with them and then she's worried that Becky is going to usurp her role as mother of the family, guys. What did you think? And then what happens?
1: I was on a slow decline on this one. I had a pretty good time at the beginning, and then by the end, like, the fuck was that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Started off strong. I lost interest, and I think they lost interest too.
0: I mean, the first act, I'd say, is a bit of a mix of good good jokes, but yeah, it just slowly turned to crap.
1: My big complaint on this one is going to be Marge is just insane way too quickly and easily. Yep. Like, at least when Homer gets, you know, sent to the Nuthouse, it's got the ridiculousness of him wearing a pink shirt, and that's enough to flag the authorities, and then they have them yeah. fill out that questionnaire, but Bart oh, does yeah. it for him. so, do you wet your pants? Well... We've all got to have an accent every now and then.
0: That's it. And yeah, this one, Marge is just dialed up to 11 instantly, and it actually kind of makes everybody else reacting like a jerk around her feel justified. Yeah, she is overreacting in an irrational, I would say it's a an really yes. irrational way. All right, well, starting out, Danny, for better or worse, what is a moment from this episode that stood out to
2: you? Otto having to choose between his heavy metal cover band and his wife.
0: <laughs> Haven't we all been there at
2: some point or another? Oh my. And they drive off in the sunset, wailing gnarly guitar
0: solos. as Cyanide, a loving tribute to Poison, <laughs> we need <laughs> a ride home. I enjoyed that line. Yeah. yeah. So it was sort of an interesting thing, uh, hinging the episode on Otto to start with. Yeah. Because it felt yeah. like it was going for that first act bullshit with uh, the video camera and stuff. Mm. And I'm going to say that's the moment from the story that stood out to me. They sort of attempted to pepper this in as a B story throughout. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it almost worked.
0: Yeah. Nah, man. It didn't. They just like... That's why I said almost. Yeah, fair enough.
1: Almost still doesn't.
0: It just sort of felt like an excuse to do a bunch of cutaway gags. And even at the start, it sort of felt like, hey, Otto, answer the the red light question. He's, oh, no trick questions today. I've got to go marry my girlfriend. And then different plot all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, he's driving all the kids to the proposal. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> but I think we all got a big chuckle out of when Otto popped, you know, the top hat.
1: Because he's wearing that big coat. Yeah. You're like, well, why is he wearing that? Is it the tuxedo oh. underneath. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, the video camera stuff, it did lead to some of the my, probably the material I liked from this episode. Like, when Bart was looking for boogers up Lisa's nose. What Crap. we find,
1: boogers or Nazi gold? <laughs>
0: oh, he did say Nazi gold, did <laughs> he, he sure did. did. Yeah, what,
1: I really like that line out of this one. I've used <laughs> that before. It's like, mm. ooh, I've got some mail. What do we find, boogers or Nazi gold? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so this
0: episode does have some memorable moments like that. Yeah. And even when like Bart attempts murder on Homer and tries to kick the car on him, uh, but it is oh, ends yeah. up being that like, pretty good misdirect joke of, oh, who would have thought a car could balance on a wicked basket anyway? <laughs> that was yeah. great.
1: And while you think about it as being attempted murder, it's a kid trying to get drama. Yeah. Predating the YouTube phase, but still, very much the YouTube, and now, drama.
2: You know what I've said a thousand times? why do you always think of the right thing to say 30 seconds too late?
1: <laughs> Shut up, Becky!
0: Uh, to me, it's always going to be the jerk store. <laughs> jerk
1: store is the one we're going with. But no, I, I, I've also thought of that. It's like, wow, well, you know what I should have said? Shut up. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and I do when she brings it back later. like As much as I don't like the ice cream parlor bit, which is oh. like... Breaks in, like, shut up, Becky. Ah, oh, there I oh, said no. it. Yeah. it.
0: That's great. It's bloody great. How about you, BT? What is a moment from this episode standing out to you for better or worse?
1: Okay, I'm gonna reiterate a part I already said, which is the fact that they just find Marge insane so quickly. Yeah. Like, I kind of like the bit where she's praying and like, what are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm talking to God. Oh, is this God in the room? I kind of like that, but again, it was just—it was so sudden to go, and now you're completely insane, and you'd be locked Mm. up forever. Mm. Uh, It was just a little too
0: fast and unearned. Well, then it also leads into all those like Marge's crazy on the TV gags, like with the news broadcast and with the crusty the clown bit too.
1: Well, I was kind of okay with the crusty bit because you know he's going to take the sensational headline and blow it up for For laughs, and Um, of course it wasn't landing.
2: The breakfast TV bit as well was clearly playing on people running with the story of the week Mm. the hyperinflations of the media market
0: yeah but i mean as we're discovering with these new simpsons when they're doing a joke about a joke that doesn't land and also at the same time does not land even though the animation of doing the whole you know still image with the 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 animated classic classic bit yeah i think that's actually a conan bit if i'm not (sighs) mistaken or it's it's probably even more classic uh, i'm
1: sure to go back before conan for me it's just molly grubbs
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Which, you know, is a nightmare.
1: Like, every Australian wants to forget. Yeah, but...
0: seriously. Everyone outside of Australia, look up molly Grubs on YouTube, but don't do it 10 minutes before you're going to sleep.
1: And then, yeah, look up eye bleach. <laughs> you're going to need it. I don't know if it still is. It was like, I think it was called Eyebleach.com. It would just show you like pictures of bunnies and kittens. Oh, nice. Like if you'd seen something horrifying on the internet. We'd be like, hey, just chill out. Hey, puppies.
0: Anyway, we'll get back into more of the episode in a moment, but Play Count, how many times before tonight have you seen this episode? Oh, I've seen this episode before. Possibly more. Oh. Yeah. How about you, BT?
1: Three times, maybe? Thrunts. Yeah, iBleach.me. Picture of... ah oh, kittens. Oh, that's <laughs> nice.
0: M.E. Yeah, so I've probably seen this episode five, ten times or something. It's one that really leaves me with an uneasy feeling. And it's on this disc that is such a mix of mm. good and bad episodes. We have Days of Wine and Dozers, which I think is fantastic where Barney gets sober. Yeah. And we also got Kill the Gator and Run, which we reviewed a few weeks ago with JTE, which I hated. You kind of liked. I kind of like. Yeah, season yeah. 11, you can really tell this is where the seams are starting to pop. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely.
1: Yeah, such a weird mixed bag of stuff.
0: Even in this episode is a wick's, uh, wick's, yeah. wick's bag of bucks. A wicker bag of bucks. Where Speaking. to put
1: your dollars inside a wicker bag.
0: Speaking of which, let's talk about the wackiness. What are some of the wacky moments that stood out to you?
1: Homer playing Five Finger Filet and just... <laughs> oh, man. Just... Butchering himself, which is so awkward to watch, and yet I still kind of get a chuckle out of it. That first yeah. shot of yeah. him like holding
2: the knife and carefully thinking about, okay, yeah. which of these fingers do I, ha- what do I aim at here?
1: And then out, ow ow, 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 ow. It's like, Homer, don't do that on the table. I didn't hit your precious table. Yeah,
0: lovely. but they put like a little bit in between it, so you think he's not going to do that anymore, and then just yeah. cut straight to bleeding hands. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, a little uncomfortable watch, but I kind of like it anyway.
0: There was, was a bit of Homer blood in this episode, also, mm. when he's licking the ice sculpture a bit later. Yeah, oh. part of his tongue
2: leaves. With, Whoa.
1: Oh Yeah, man, that was
0: a bit
2: much. They leave a pink piece of tongue gum <laughs> all over the <laughs> statue. No. I'm pretty sure that was not in the Australian
1: release. For some reason, I can handle a man stabbing his own fingers (laughs) and get kind of a laugh out of it, but I can't handle someone leaving behind a piece of their tongue.
0: Yeah, I think neither of that was in the Australian release. (laughs) (laughs) What was the other bit that you were saying you didn't think was in the Australian release? It was something about Otto and Becky's sex life? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Headbanger's ball or something? That's right.
0: Oh, which used to be like the heavy metal show on MTV. Yeah you named love lovemaking your headbangers ball.
1: Oh. <laughs> Horns up. I know. <laughs> Where, though? Oh,
0: you know. <laughs> All the Out way. The... Yeah, so other wacky moments in this episode. I guess I can't go without saying the whole Marge subplot at the end and when she's running around town and being on the chase and everything
1: yeah i mean i'm gonna bring it up before i smack it down um i do quite like homer has his little monogram straw he kind of puts together and just drinks the cake yeah his cake drinking straw but yeah and then just the whole ending is just so slapped together and rushed and quick you're like oh fuck okay we're done all right sure
0: yeah, and it cuts into this, like, kinky nightmare dream where Maggie's in a cage and Homer's in gimpy underwear. Uh, yep.
1: Yeah, and I almost like the misdirect of, oh, we're just making, like, a weird occult video for Bart's project. Yeah. Marge is like, oh, I'm really sorry I accuse you. And, like, he's like, oh, no, I totally was going to murder you and disassemble <laughs> your corpse and bury you in the woods, dissolving in lime until your bones yeah. were eaten by wild animals. Yeah. You know, Oh, sure, yeah, just confess
0: all that. I, yeah, right. and just the wackiest way to end this shit. And especially Seriously. with Marge acknowledging the fact that it looked like a kinky hell dream in there and goes, I've got some s m for you scrubbing yeah. and oh, mopping. Oh, what the fuck was that?
1: Yeah. and Fuck it, off. And it just said so rapidly as well, sort of breath for even remote comedy in there. So, oh, I've got
0: some S M m for you scrubbing and mopping. But, you know, the whole s scene, you know, from where I was standing, it looked like m Maggie Simpson.
1: Ah, or Waylon Smithers. <gasps> <Ooh. laughs> Who shot Mister Burns' sex dream? <laughs> but uh. he was doing
0: it for a school project. <laughs> and
1: Lisa was making the making of. Okay.
0: Yeah, I actually liked that joke. As a follow-up, yeah, but yeah. I mean,
1: everything else—it was just such a rushed, slap-together ending. Yeah. Oh, she's not crazy. Beck is actually a murderer. The end.
0: Oh, uh, and yeah, Trank, Marge, a bunch. Oh, and Homer tranking her as well. Yeah, great supportive Mm, husband there. mm. All right, so speaking of which, how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel any bumps Shut up, Becky. Did you feel that for Marge or for Becky?
1: Shut up, Becky. Damn, you got me. You got me. No, because it just doesn't feel earned. I mean, I want want to feel that Marge feels threatened and pushed out of her own house, and you almost do, like how the family's all gushing over everything Becky does Mm. at dinner. Yeah. But the fact, I guess, that wasn't brought around at all or anything. It wasn't like, uh, honey, your food's always better. It's just this was different. I don't i don't know. It's well, just no, something. no. That
0: would be, you know, where you'd have the heartfelt episode, not jumping to Marge getting yeah. all insane and yeah. shit. You'd have it, Marge feeling underappreciated in her own house. And it's like, I've been doing it my way for ages and you guys never said, diddy. I I think
1: that's going to be, and when we get there, I'll just jump ahead. What I want to change is have Marge driven crazy-ish from feeling underappreciated, not having Patty and Selma convinced that, no, Becky is going to murder you and steal your family. Because that feels like such an illogical jump, where she's just like angry at this woman who has yeah. come in which yeah. he kind of invited her in after ruining the wedding but then feels unappreciated and then is hostile towards her and maybe through a series of misunderstandings looks like she Marge is trying to kill Becky and that's how she gets you arrested. That'd be one thing, but the fact that it's just like no, no, this is the plot of that movie we saw.
0: Yeah. To point out that that's the parody that you're doing is it feels yeah. equally yeah. lazy.
1: Yeah. Like you think of other ones with like uh, what's what's what's
0: you were saying before uh, the Big T the Cat Burglar episode yeah. was that's the episode that's actually based on it's a Mad 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 World.
1: Yeah, and then they're like, we're gonna go look for this Big T. Oh, this is gonna be a Mad 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 Mad, 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 mad chase, yeah. or like uh, what's what's the um, but Millpool.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, Bart
1: of of Darkness. Yeah, and Bart of Darkness, they don't go, well, Bart, here's a telescope. Why don't you look out this rear window?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the the Jimmy Stewart character has a name badge that says Jimmy Stewart's character in rear window. Yeah, exactly. It's (laughs) just
1: the overtness to it, I think, was dumb.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it made this episode devoid of any heart because it felt like it was going for it. You know, what are these things in the mashed potatoes? Oh, those are the skins I left them in. I can get it. I can pick them out. And no, no, I love it. He has a point. Potato skins in mashed potatoes? Yeah. Pretty fucking good. Das yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, though, guys, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Mm. <sighs> I don't think there's enough of a betrayal so- to say no,
2: but. Yeah, it sort of did. Teetering. Yeah, yeah, it had the right sort of vibe. Like the seemingly friendly person moving in with The Simpsons family, only to turn out secretly to be totally bonkers. Yeah. But the real monster was
0: man.
2: <laughs> That's the episode in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, but like, I just don't like how much they're pointing out their own bullshit, especially yeah, with the whole, yeah. this is another wedding at the Simpsons house thing. Oh, I know. It's mm. okay, we've still got all that stuff from Apu's wedding. <sighs> and I'd actually say that there was a lot of character break in this episode, especially from Marge. I don't think she felt like herself at all.
1: Also, the fuck does Becky move in with them for? It's pff, <sighs> Like, she had her own life prior. Yeah. She was just getting married. She wasn't necessarily living with Otto. We never got that established.
0: That's right. She uh, probably had a single bedroom apartment that yeah. she could afford it with her wage from the... <laughs> yeah. what, what, what was it? The wiener huts? <laughs> Something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've got to say, I didn't like Marge in this episode. I didn't like how unsupportive the family was as well. Like, I would have gotten it if we were doing this whole Marge being under uh, appreciated sort of yeah. thing and then yeah. the kids sort of came around. But... In the end, Marge was insane, and also Becky was still trying to usurp, so... Yeah, Marge yeah. was insane, absolutely, and Becky was also a serial killer, apparently. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What like, kind what, of point are they making? Exactly. And you think
1: about the one where uh, Marge accidentally steals from the quickie Mart and goes to prison, the family falls apart without her. Yes. And in this one, there's like, okay, bye, Mom.
0: Yeah. They seem to do all right, and it's sort of weird that they have this whole thing that Becky announces that she's going to move out, and then by the end of the episode, she's still with them and, and still was...
1: presumably planning to kill Marge, yeah. but yeah, bad of yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> but yes or no, <laughs> would you watch this one again?
1: I mean, Hangover I, Chest, but that's mm, about it. Maybe.
0: Really? Yeah, I, I'm saying hard no. How about you, Shaggy Shagden? You know, I might, I might watch this again. Alright, well, on the off chance you'd watch uh, it again, maybe you're in a yeah. playlist. What playlist would you put this in? Put this in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ooh.
2: jet-lagged. Yeah. It's a hard one, I suppose. There's ones where Marge goes a bit crazy, or Marge's the bad guy. Like, when she roid-rages.
1: Simpsons Weddings is all I really got. Um, insane weddings, Asylum. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And also, Dr. Foster from the Hurricane Yeah. yeah. Um, he makes a reappearance in this episode. The only joke I liked from that is, and this is not a trial. Aww. all right, it's a trial. Yay! <laughs> they like
1: trials. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like the mental doctor's equivalent of going out for ice cream. <laughs> oh, actually, I gotta say that fucking uh, Noah's Ark of ice cream that looked fucking excellent. Oh man, yeah. I would sort of bury my face down in that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> picturing you now as well, pulling your face back up with a banana yeah. smiley yeah. face. I, I, I like did that. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that is a gifable moment. Writing a note for the social media pages. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay. Danny, what would you like to change about this episode? I guess the big thing I wasn't comfortable about was Marge's
2: character. Yeah? I would have liked some sort of more motivation for her to kind of become paranoid. Yeah. It felt like they really rushed that sort of section. Like, they had the goal of her being crazy. How quick can we get there? Rather than... Making a gradual progression from A towards B, you know? Yeah. They already knew they wanted B. They just had to get there quick. Yeah. I think that's way more interesting. And that could have taken up the bulk of the episode for me, I think. Rather than her, like, no, rather than Otto, like the Otto stuff. Doesn't really do much for me. It doesn't do much, you know. Mm. And he gets written out of the episode really quick. For someone mm-hmm. that was in a wedding in the same episode, you'd think that'd be a main character.
0: And he got written in really quick, yeah. which sort of yeah. made his whole yeah. involvement feel quick, you brief know, brief and meaningless, like you know? the career
2: of poison.
3: <laughs>
2: you know what? I think I'd rewrite the whole thing. Dang, there we go. Yeah. So the first half and the second half would be different. Um, in the first half, I want uh, Stacy Jane. What was her name?
1: Uh, lady. <laughs> Becky. Be- <laughs> that's right. Shut up, Becky. Yeah,
2: that's right. How quickly How do we forget. We forget. <laughs> okay, shut up, Becky. So, I would have the first half of the episode with Shut Up Becky coming into their lives in a position where Homer's gonna believably fall in love. Like Mindy. You know, someone that's, that's yeah. pushed by fate into Homer's life and the rest of the family's life. Not someone that's in love with someone else, with Otto and there's the wedding with her and Otto, and everything's about Otto, and then the divorce, and suddenly it's,
0: it's all about her interaction with the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. You know, just on that point, it would have even made more sense if she was trying to get revenge on Marge, but that wasn't a thing either. That wasn't a thing either. She didn't blame him. If she was
1: all, you took my man, now I'm going to take yours. Yeah,
0: Totally. How about you, BT? What would you like to change from this episode?
1: I mean, we did already talk about a little bit, how I'd prefer Mm. it to be Marge more paranoia, a bit of misunderstanding, but failing that, yeah, just... Maybe have Becky come in as the babysitter for Bart and Lisa and they like hanging out with her more than Marge and that starts the paranoia. She has this thing about, oh, I'm only babysitting, but I can't afford my place and I just got Mm. kicked out and that's why she moves in. Just another start. I don't think the Otto stuff is bad, but the fact that, yeah, you're right, he kind of just blitzes in and out of this episode so quickly and so insignificantly. And Marge is not wrong to say, look, if you don't like heavy metal and he's going to the point of having you march down the aisle to something you don't want on what is supposed to be the most important day of your life, then, you know, fair enough that you stand up and say, look, it's either me, maybe not either me or the medal, but you find a compromise at least. Yeah. It's not yeah. a bad point. And so Marge never feels like the bad guy. Becky never feels like the bad guy until she confesses to being evil at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and it just launches from a bad place, even though I think the opening is the best part of this because it has the most jokes and the most quotability and the parts that I like. Mm. It just functionally doesn't serve till the end. And so I think it lets down its other two acts by basically just being a weak launching pad.
0: Yeah. And I'd say what I'd change is sort of a lot of that stuff, but just taking it to the B story for a moment is that I wish Bart's film project was actually a bit more of a part of it and his, like, trying and failing to sort of get people at their worst was sort of more of a thing because that's some of the episode that I liked as well, Mm. that he's trying to, like, make this candid camera show for his film project and... I don't know. Maybe he does like end up getting a good pile of people fucking up, and then he gets an F for it because there's no narrative cohesion or something. <laughs> you know, I like a lot wow. of psychopathic responsibility. sides I like. Um,
2: I quite liked his bit, him running around with a camera. Yeah. I didn't like them rushing over suddenly. Everyone having a camera.
0: I wanted to see Nelson's movie. Quit hitting yourself <laughs> for real.
2: <laughs> everyone suddenly got a video camera, and they closed the geography department, and he put a lock on the globe. I did like that. I you joke I like. Funny.
0: Yeah, that was one of those moments where it started out with a good joke, and I'm like, oh, shit, I meant to pick a bad episode. Is this going to be a good one? Yeah,
1: it's like, no, I don't <laughs> want to see 30 Blair Witch knock-offs. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, stars of the episode. So playing Becky was Parker Posey. I don't know if you guys are aware, but she mm. was uh, one of the lead actresses in Dazed and Confused. Mm-hmm. She's been working very solidly since then. I know that you guys have seen a lot of Parks and Rec. She plays Leslie's rival, um, mm. that T- M- M- tweet. Yeah, No no no, 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 no.
1: Moway Twip was the reporter We're thinking of the Eagleton ship. Yeah 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 Oh yeah yeah Don't
0: yeah. you dare feed those waffles to that dog to get it to poop
1: Got <laughs> <laughs> that jazz and she's like Yeah oh. yeah yeah I know
0: you've got that old jazz sweatshirt Wait
1: well, you can tear that photo up I have a JPEG.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow Shit yeah. I gotta watch Parks and Rec again
1: Oh man it's good
0: but yeah, she's also got a biography out. I almost bought it at the airport, but I didn't.
1: Um, <laughs> That's the title or?
0: <laughs> 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 Patent pending. That's great. That is really good. <laughs> Any musical moments that stood out to you guys?
1: Every rose has its Yeah, Yeah, I'm, so I'm not dope. a
0: fan of Poison, but that is a monster ballad. Mm. That, that is a on? monster ballad. I first fell in love with that song in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, yeah. What's the meaning of life? <sighs> every rose has its thorn.
1: <laughs> Just like every cowboy sings a sad,
0: sad song. Every rose has its thorn. They <laughs> me. <laughs> Oh fuck that's a good movie Let's do the Bill and Ted index <laughs> Two nice. episodes Maybe three Maybe three <laughs> Um, Actually just while we're here Speaking of third bites of the joke What was <laughs> the Homer third bite thing It fucking dragged What was it
1: I mean th- there was a Moe one
0: Ah the Moe one Yeah that's what I'm thinking of Yeah the shrimp Mm. And he's like talking with his mouth open as Lisa's piling shrimp. And... yeah, Put them head yeah. to tail and in you more. Yeah,
2: it was it. very visual.
1: I like that just when it was, I uh, no, I'm going to take this ring pillow and uh, these three presents that I brung. Yeah. Mm. That was enough to just That's imply a... that he's stealing presents.
0: But yeah, the, like with Lisa being a vegetarian, there's another element of weirdness that he's yes. having this eight year old pile shrimp into his mouth. Something strange. The How corpse of shrimp? the
2: dead <laughs> fed to me by child.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Child who morally objects to the eating of shrimp. Yeah, oh, these it are fucking better. song lyrics
0: you've ever I heard them. Uh, how about you, BT? Any other notes?
1: You can't throw rice. Birds eat it and they explode. Oh, Why yeah. am I only just learning? Yes,
0: this? that's actually another instance of a joke where I felt like Lisa was doing. You can't do the do to do, do, do like with the cake as well, Dad. You can't look at the cake, <laughs> it's got to... but then that led to the good joke of Homer with the straw. Yeah, mm. so
1: it led to something. So that's all right. Hmm, it's wet t shirt month at uh Channel 7
0: and at Juggernauts. <laughs> Sorry,
1: <laughs> Juggernauts. <laughs> Sorry, wet t shirt just makes me think of wearing a wet t shirt for a month. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, 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 your so nipples would be so just, pretty. Uh, so and Chief, in it's chief. so horrible. <laughs> oh. That's like a layer of hell.
0: i got to say, yeah, Juggernauts is a pretty good stand-in for Hooters. But my favourite, though, is the one from, I think it's like a full frontal Sean McAuliffe bit. Yep. Where he has the restaurant Bazumas. <laughs> Bazumas. <laughs> yeah. I love and it. And he's o- opening up a male version, which is called Knackers. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Not? People
1: out there, look up Sean McAuliffe. His shit is funny.
0: Fucking no. A. Oh, the wine sketch. Wine sketch yeah. is still amazing, especially yeah. part two.
1: Yeah. And finally, the library has a sign that says, we have books about TV. Oh. I missed that. That's pretty good. Oh, That's a good I sign g- Again, before. sign gag or, or on point here.
0: Note that for the social media. So a good sign gag is a post-classic Simpsons.
1: Another sign gag. Marge's light just says, breaks cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is
0: with that? That should be been under surrealism. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing where I hated how they wrapped up the ending with Homer like, oh, I was just cruelly negligent, but I thought you'd be mad, so you be know. Be fair, he
1: was already under her car yeah. trying to change the oil, so at least it was established in a weird yeah. way. Yeah, but still, fuck it.
0: Um, <laughs> time that, for my final fair. notes. I did actually like how they Otto uh, set up how they met in the summer of love at Woodstock '99, yep. because yep. <laughs> anyone who knows music history and especially the <laughs> revitalization of Woodstock in the '90s, it did not go well. <laughs> And of course, during limps, Limp Biscuits Break Shit, people broke shit.
1: Yeah, well, to be fair, Woodstock never went well. Even
0: like, in the 60s?
1: People died at the first one. No shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, they were also born, so kind of balanced out. But, you know, <laughs> I seriously think it was three to three.
0: I felt like Otto saying, oh, this guitar solo, shut up, it's kick ass. I felt like that was a really disingenuous delivery.
1: I, mean, I didn't really notice. I was trying to
0: think about it, hey. Otto's parents came and left, much like Otto did in this episode. Yeah, yeah. I did like Selma's line, never the bridesmaid, only occasionally the bride. <laughs> yeah, poor thing. What was with Seymour pissing with the door open anyway?
2: Afterwards, I was sort of thinking, is there a shot of Bart opening the door, like turning
0: a door handle or something? Nope. That's what I thought. You need that so it looks like Bart's interrupting, but yeah, for all we know.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Skinny boy. Hey man, if you went to Nam, you would know. You pissed with the door open.
0: Mm. Marge also looks like a bitch because she apparently sneaks blood into Lisa's food. Yeah,
1: delicious, wholesome yeah. blood.
0: She's going through this phase of not eating meat, so I sneak meat juice into her vegetables. Blood. That's probably the creepiest part of the episode to me, in a way. Marge is just not herself. And uh, I know Marge would be troubled by this, but that's something that Homer would do. Oh, yeah. you need meat, Lisa. Like, Marge is intelligent enough to know that she's fine being a vegetarian.
1: Even then, meat juice is not the most nutritious part of meat.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. Gotta go for the testicles.
1: <laughs> more more testicles, testicles means more, more iron. iron. <laughs> so does delicious blood.
2: Oh there's our new fucking catchphrase <laughs> for the Simpsons.
1: Yeah, get that on an apron. Yeah. More testicles <laughs> means more iron. <laughs>
0: no, I want to get the apron that's got your gut in it gliss <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Then I rip the apron off. <laughs>
1: To reveal another ape that says, <laughs> grease me up, <laughs>
0: Oh, fuck. Yes. I hated the misdirectors, the hair dryer that looked like a gun in the silhouette, and then the brush that looked like a knife. Yeah, because yep. that
1: makes Marge, like, hallucinating crazy, and it just, she hasn't earned that yet. It's dumb.
0: Definitely not. Yeah. Wiggum's involvement, just fuck all of it. When Marge goes to the police station and he's like, well, if you got a knife, like, buried deep in your back, then I'll help. Like, fuck all of it. Ugh, I'm getting mad about this episode. <laughs> Although I did like the joke about the marching band, where Marge like blends ah, in yeah, with yeah, the marching yeah, yeah. band and walks straight into the mental asylum. Anyway, mm-hmm. that wasn't bad. wasn't bad. It was a cute little funny joke. Ha 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 I wrote a cute joke in my notes for that, which was marching band. Love it. <laughs> that was great. Ah, Danny, can we get a bit of Ralph L. Jones? <clears throat> Freeze, you crazy mummy! <laughs> Freeze, you crazy mummy. <laughs> that sounds like he's going after, like, a, you know, Egyptian mummy. Yeah, I yeah. know.
1: <laughs> it's the re reboot of the mummy with James L. Jones. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. I will see that as Brendan <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm doing a bit of a rewatch of that series. It's good.
0: Really? Really? The first
1: two. First two. I'm watching the third one for the first time. So far, it's not bad, but, you know, never, ever, ever recast Rachel Weiss. Oh. Rachel Weiss. If you can't get Rachel Vice, just don't make a movie.
0: Rachel Vice, Rachel Vice. You think Ida Vice? He's trying to, but he also <laughs>
1: hasn't seen The <laughs> Sound of Music.
0: Oh, that makes it hard.
1: It really does. That is so an uphill struggle, yeah.
0: <laughs> Spoonful of Brendan Fisher helps the mummy go down. Oh, he doesn't know how the melodies go. But the spirit is that's still it, there. It doesn't <laughs> stop Elliot. <laughs> Never. And my final note is Marge doing the whole, well, I suppose I'm talking to myself in a library in the oh. and the Mormon going, You are Fuck mm. you, Mormon. Get the fuck out of here, bro. I, fuck off. I almost like this joke, but at this point, I'm having so little fun yeah, in this episode. Fair. Oh. Yeah, that's it. All right, it is Ted to the Kerr. Be- <laughs> it's a mad, 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 mad podcast. Sorry. BT, what do you think, Peach? What do you reckon? Hmm,
1: I could have almost bronzed this one. Because I liked most of the beginning, but the fact that the plot at the beginning really doesn't sustain, it doesn't hold up the second two acts... I kind of am on like a bronze participant-participant act-by-act structure. And that leaves me on a participant. It's a higher-than-normal participant because I I have some fun on this one, but overall, yeah, just too much of it lets down and that ending is fucking awful. Like, it's so lazy and slapped together. And, yeah, it doesn't earn any of its emotional heart. And we've written a better episode in the room, so, yeah, that's a participant. All right, Danny, what do you
2: reckon? I think about Marge's obsession and the psychosis and the girl that goes into the house and mm. usurps things. And I feel so much potential out of that as an yeah. episode, you know, it could have been really interesting. could have been dark. I guess I'm going to give it a participant as well. Then You're I'm
1: very convinced.
2: I'm really excited about the, the episode that it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
1: That
0: happens so much on this yeah. show. <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, I was like, I thought I was in a bronze area, area. Then we started talking about like, no, no, I really, I don't feel it anymore. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, look, I'm actually failing this one. Oh really? Yeah, and, yeah. I think this will be like our earliest teens episode to get any sort of failure. But I am just repulsed by this episode. To be oh, quite honest, it
1: is one where the more I think about it, the less I like. Yeah. Like, yeah if I was yeah. just going on for the ride, I probably could have been okay with a bronze. But that we've set and talked about it and how it just doesn't functionally work and Mm. then I think about there are some quotable decent enough moments Mm. you know definitely and you know uh,
0: what if we were measuring laughing moments. I've definitely like ranked episodes participant, Mm. maybe even bronze for only ever having as much laughs as this one had, but just Marge's actions and also the actions of her family around her, Mm. like is just so uncompelling for this episode. Like, I really don't want to watch this one again. I honestly, I find this offensive in the canon of the Simpsons and, uh, um, All right, well, hmm. that will make this a dull participant. This will be joining other dull participants as the Blunder Years from season 13, which yeah. is our previous yep. earliest teens to get a fail wow. ranking.
2: Nice.
0: Yep. And you worked, worked hard on that ranking. <laughs> this will also be joining Don't Fear the Roofer, the Ray Romano oh, episode. Oh, wow. Is that a failure? I think you were the failure in that one, actually. Really? Well, been, you were the me. one who gave the failure, you know. You performed yeah, well in that podcast. <laughs> uh, what else? Yokel Chords, actually, that we did with Maddie the other week, mm-hmm. which actually heavily references The Sound of Music. Yep. Dangerous Curves, where they do that yeah. weird margin and Homer's relationship through... Three points
1: of time thing.
0: That's really poorly handled. It's had some nice
1: ideas and they really cocked it up.
0: Pennywise guys with Steve Carell and where Lisa's oh, eating bugs. No, I hated that one so much. So bad. Oh, the kids are all fight. Mm. When, um, when uh, we no, Bart hear say that, are fighting a bunch, and we see the history of that. Also, the Great Fatsby Part One. <laughs> oh, and also I hate that as well. Yeah. Yep, and also twenty-two for thirty with Bart's basketball story. Oh mm. yeah, just yeah. dull participant. Man. All right, guys, well, that does it for our Teens Era episode. Yep, yep, yep. It'll probably be another six months before we do our classic, so we'll find out what it is then. We'll be right back. Just say it like that.
2: Right
1: back, six months. Old.
2: By the time you hear this,
1: it'll have been six months. It'll be in an instant. <gasps> well, let's go to the Simpsons Index dancers. They can see
0: And we are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode for the evening. This was season two, episode eleven. One fish, two fish, blowfish, bluefish. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of soy in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First released in January of 91. It was directed by Wesley M. Archer and written by Nell Scoville. In this episode, Homer consumes some blowfish called fugu. And they're worried that he might have consumed the poisonous part. And he spends the next 24 hours thinking that this is his last day on Earth. And we watch him fulfill his last desires and stuff. And uh, uh, what do you guys think? Oh man, such a
1: simple story with such emotional gut punch to it. Mm. Mm. Oh man, it was
0: a power.
2: It was going for the feelies. Mm. We're going to get to that where's the heart question. That's my Elliot impression apparently. We're (laughs) going to get that where's the heart question and just be like, in tears. Yeah, man.
1: Man, Elliot, if you're doing impersonation, he's much more nasal and high-pitched. Do it, do it, do
2: it, do it, do it. I'm Elliot. <laughs> See? I'm Elliot. There you go.
1: go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: nice.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. Jerks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, don't you remember doing the Danny voice? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm Danny Rosewell. I'm Danny Rosewell. When I'd fall asleep and, and, and
1: beat, finish my episodes. Don't, uh, so no one knows that. The audience <laughs> doesn't I, I mean
2: when I'd fall asleep and then I would finish my own episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> Ruin
1: the mystery. I know.
2: Well, I'm I'm well rested for this last segment here for I mean, which is carried on directly from the segment
0: previously. Yep. With no delays whatsoever. Not not by six months and then one evening. Who like <laughs> <laughs> Well look, starting out, PT, what is a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better or worse?
1: I'm gonna knock on one of the negative points yep. because I have a lot of good things to say wow. about this one. But like They go to Dr. Hibbert, and Hibbert's just like, yeah, you might have conceived the poison. If you did, you've got a day to live. It's like, do you not do blood tests? (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it's also information that I guess they already knew based on the Japanese yeah. restaurant.
1: The guys at the restaurant are like, hey, you might have consumed fugu. And the Hibbutz's yeah. like, hey, you, you might have consumed, consumed
0: fugu. I don't know. I think maybe it is worth it for that whole, you have 24 hours to live. Well, well yeah. 22. I'm sorry. I kept you waiting. <laughs>
1: but it's worth it for the jokes. And I definitely didn't notice it until this critical watch through. That's it's it. like,
2: I could see what they had to do it for the plot. They needed the sense of the what if, the maybe. Yeah. Mm. You can't give him a definitive answer because then you can't have him alive at the end. Yeah, um, but
1: I mean, maybe chucking the line of, unfortunately, there's no test to see if the poison is in your bloodstream. Yes. Oh, but then I, th- that, I think that yeah. lowers the stakes a lot and it already tells you how you're going to get out of it if they had that line. Yeah. So I appreciate that it's there, yeah, because you need that setup. And you
2: don't want to spell it out like that. If yeah. you make it too obvious that he might survive, then the
1: stakes are lower. Yeah, yeah, you said that. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no.
0: But it's it's good to hear
1: my own opinions repeated to me because that means they're right.
0: <laughs> well no, it is a good point to make because they do leave a area of maybe but they sort of really lean into the it's probably you've consumed yeah. it. Yeah,
1: exactly. They've they've gone to a medical professional and he said, "Yeah, you have 24 hours. Here's a pamphlet. You're, you're going to, to die. die." Yeah.
2: <laughs> if you've consumed the poison and from what the restaurant's telling me, you probably have. Yeah. yeah.
0: They
1: do they, they underscore yeah, it. Yeah, so it's the way it's scripted. It is very ominous. You're like, "Oh shit, this is happening."
0: Yeah. Yeah, just on that as well there is, like another weird bit of plotting in the restaurant where Akira's like giving the order and he goes, "Oh, but that can be poisonous." Yes, but if you get the right portion that can be very tasty. It's like, yeah, you're talking to the chef, Mr. Server, he'd know that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about you Danny? What is a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better or worse? I think you know what I'm going to say, Kent. <laughs> Dude, I just saw Edna K
2: bang the Japanese chef. Oh my <laughs> Freaky deaky, God! I had no idea there was a sex scene of Edna K in The Simpsons. <laughs> in the Dan memory, it was just like
1: random character. Random
0: character. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? Actually, we've had uh, several instances of like Japanese chefs, like yeah, ba- getting Edna Kay?
1: in the Simpsons universe. Japanese chefs just they pick up. They, they, they fuck. Yeah, (laughs) And then later on he's like shacking up with a
0: therapist Yeah, the Wanda Sykes therapist Yeah,
1: yeah, there are a few instances of uh, specifically Japanese chefs Oh, well the
0: one from the apocalypse was Chinese Well you know what they say about Japanese chefs
2: They fuck Skilled hands.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, when I was asking you, Danny, because I gave you a choice of episode, yes, and we just happened to mention that yeah, Edna K gets freaky in this episode oh, with the sushi chef, and I was like, know. like, that like solidified. There was no other options after Dude, doing that. Dude,
2: it's insane. I want to go back and watch it again. And it's it's hectic. Like
1: yeah, they rough and tumble.
0: They they roll in the hay. Yeah, she- clearly
1: you don't make love to Edna K. You strap yourself in and feel the G.
2: Oh, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. She was clinging to him in a manner that <laughs> Sorry, i better not say Th- that on public say, television. To say
1: animalistic was simply not primal enough. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you. That was great. Yeah. Well, look, you know, you only get one shot with Edna K. You're going to make the most this of it. This is
1: fucking why. <laughs> oh man, because <laughs> she doesn't get freaky. She gets primal. <sighs> it's like the way our ancestors did it to survive.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can see yes. why. Yeah, he, yes, yeah. Delegated. Oh yeah. Oh man.
2: <laughs> like there could have been bombs going off there, and you you wouldn't. Yeah. If this was Pompeii. That's the sort of embrace you want to be burned alive in, you know? <laughs> yeah, doing yep.
0: reverse Flying Lotus. For real. <laughs> for real. Yeah, man. Well, I'm going to say the moment from the story that stood out for me, and this is more of a general thing, that I actually think it was pretty daring of them to do like a Homer's Gonna Die story yes. halfway hmm. through their second season. Absolutely. It's yeah. So early into what they wouldn't know is a 600
2: year run. Right? Yeah. Um, and
1: to sell it so hard as well. Mm, like that yeah. bit where he's listening to the Bible on tape, yeah. read by yeah. Larry King. Yeah. And his arms just drop, and you're like, he
0: just oh. died. Mm.
2: <laughs> and man, then, then there's the scene where, where Marge is like coming downstairs to find
0: his corpse. Yeah. They really take their time with it and they make you feel it. Seriously. Yeah. Like, like,
1: like every cynical TV watcher was like, yeah, of course you're going to kill your main character. Was going to be like, Um, Yeah, mm. that's a powerful scene, man. We're watching Marge go to find his
2: dead body. Yeah.
0: Jesus. And I like when she discovers him, like, she... Confirms that he's alive in such a homer way. Oh yeah. Yeah. But his drawing. Yeah. It's warm. You know. <laughs> and
2: it's still so like understandable. Like like, yeah. oh, he's got a bit of on his chin, I might as well make him look good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the sort of thing you would do. It's like closing his eyes or something. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Not that I've cleaned up
1: a lot of corpses, but <laughs> Yeah, you just leave them lying out. <laughs> Damn it. But yeah, and I also really like there's that great um like juxtaposition where she's like, "Home, wake up, you're alive, you're alive. You're like, ah. Five more minutes. Yes. yes. <laughs> Ma,
0: what? Yeah. What? <gasps> but yeah, I love how they still, like, they have their moment and there's still a joke. Like, yeah. Yeah. there's that big, slow, all right, my darling, we will wake up at 6 a.m. and yeah. we will watch the sunset. Alarm goes off. Slam. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's perfect.
2: It, they really do find great ways to balance the, yeah. the emotional content and the depth of the show with humor. And yeah. to me, that's really important because Something that really upsets me is poor use of bathos. I think I've talked about it on Mm. the show a bunch of times. Like Marvel, how every single serious moment they have to have like a fucking pratfall or a banana gag or a womp womp. or Yeah,
0: like we were watching Infinity War last night and there's that beautiful moment between Star-Lord and Gamora where she's like, you know, you have to kill me. And and then Drax is just eating a nut behind her. They
2: can't have a single important moment without mm. having to have a slapstick. A bit of levity as well. Yeah. And I don't think they balance that properly. I think they should be able to let their important moments breathe and be important because people appreciate that more. Mm. And that is going to make your humor more powerful when it offsets that later on. Yeah, And later Simpsons does the same thing, I find. They, they have a lot of trouble letting a serious moment happen or an important moment of drama without
0: some goofy shit happening. Without in the goofy boat. shit.
2: And they really overdo the goofiness of the shit. Um,
0: yeah, a very goofy shit. Yeah, but this strikes oh, a you?
2: really powerful balance. Uh, yeah. This episode, mm. like, really sells that to me because the drama and the urgency. I really felt like when he was in jail, and I'm like, get him home to his kids, yeah. get him home to his family. Do Fuck, you know how much he miss from that list. And his head sticking out the car, feeling the breeze <laughs> on his face, and Barney's just like, you don't have time for one more. But Bar- I can understand Barney, but I'm just like, no, go, yeah. go, go home, <laughs> go home to your
0: family. Oh my god. And I guess that's the other thing that sticks out to me is that how this episode isn't afraid to slow down. Yeah. And like yeah. really feel mm. each moment. Like even in the Japanese restaurant. They, they spend their time there. Yeah, yeah. They give you a real sense of that. For real. Play Count, how many times before tonight have you seen this episode? A fugo load. However many that is. Look, I've seen this a bajillion, but not as many as you'd think, you know?
2: Mm. Because I watch it back and there's so much more to it than I remember, I think. Yeah. Maybe that's just because it was we were so young back then.
0: Yeah, well, on that, yeah, I've, of course, I've seen this a lot, a bajillion times, and mostly because of syndication, you know. Yeah. We didn't get Simpsons until, like, three years after it started, yeah. so it hit the yeah. ground running in syndication. So, yeah, a lot of these season one, two, three episodes I've seen a lot, but I haven't felt like going back to them in yeah. recent years because I've seen they a are lot. so familiar. In the yeah. old days. Yeah. I was just thinking about
2: Homer sticking his head out of Barney's mm-hmm. window. That sounds dirty. <laughs> um. <laughs> Not unless you make it. Yeah, and how that was a really powerful point poignant moment then they go "Ooh, my boss i can get to do a drive-by shout (laughs) off of my boss and and he's still crossing a thing off his list and he's fulfilling a dream and he's Mm -hmm. telling off his boss and so they do have a moment of comedy but it doesn't feel like it's undercutting the poignancy of the situation. No, you know?
1: it was on his list,
0: yeah. It's on his list. He'd it's... already crossed it out because uh, he'd spent too much time with his dad and he's just, my luck, I got to tell the boss to eat yeah. my shorts. Yeah,
2: and he is like relieved and happy about it. It doesn't f- It doesn't feel like a Marvel bathos, like an undercutting, because yeah. you don't lose any of that momentum and mm. that urgency and that heart.
1: You get a laugh, you keep that momentum towards the heart.
2: There
0: we go. That's the example I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. and while we're there as well. What, like... A- Funny th- activity that Burns and Smithers are oh doing. Oh my god! They're just fucking perving on women in the park with binoculars. Perving on women's
1: ankles. Yeah, <laughs> like not even feet, ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone
0: remember what he check said? Check out the, the pair on. Um, on uh, check out the gams. Is it the yeah, <laughs> gams
1: <laughs> on that redhead.
0: Ring a ding ding. Work so. those ankles. Oh yes. Remember when people used to say ring a ding ding? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the wackiness of this episode. You know, in a mostly heartfelt episode, were there any cartoony moments? Let's do it out to you guys.
1: In a very, it's a very serious episode. So it's not as yeah. much as usual. There are little bits and pieces, like um, you cartoony. know, th- there's a map to the hospital on the back of the sushi restaurant. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I'm a bit mixed on that joke actually. Like, is that them saying that so
2: many people get food poisoning?
0: Th- yeah, and the, the Japanese restaurants just expect people to get food poisoning. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of the Japanese restaurant, there is one cartoony moment where like Homer's gorging on sushi yeah, and it's say, just the got, same piece. <laughs> they've got a couple yeah. of animation saving yeah. points where yeah, yeah that yeah. one
1: piece is infinite. I'm forgiving then, uh, for it though, you know? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. same with the karaoke scene when Bart and Lisa are singing, they go to the crowd shot and it's the same crowd shot a few times. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, just while we're talking Japanese, all the Japanese is actual Japanese in that, by the way. Yeah, they, they, no, they yeah.
0: actually got all Japanese actors for this. Really? Yeah, may as well jump to the guest stars of this episode, of course, George Takei playing Akira Joey Miyashima playing Toshiro, the apprentice
2: chef. I know Joey Miyashima from something, not personal, yeah, but you know what it's like.
0: (laughs) You don't know him from down the shops for real. (laughs) And Sab Shimono was playing the head chef. Oh, I know that one too. And 20. Diane Takanaka was playing the hostess. Wow.
2: Yes. Well, that's good. It's Simpsons have such a reputation for
0: white guys doing accents, you yeah. know? <laughs> um, it's nice to see them reaching out a bit. Well, yeah, because we were talking before about the uh, Japanese chef that got it on with the therapist. That was played by Maurice LaMarche. Yeah. I remember thinking you in that tell? episode it was very n- not good. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised yeah.
1: that in the early seasons they did get extra cast members. You'd think it'd, be yeah. sh- it'd just be cheaper just to get the people you have.
2: Well, you'd think it'd be a lesson that they'd learn as they aged rather than unlearned as there went on
0: and yeah like, like you were saying there was genuine Japanese moments like when they walk into the yeah. restaurant yeah. and They're what both, do they say the, the chefs
2: shout which is oh man I'm such a weeb oh I was in Japan last year um, <laughs> We. Yeah, for real. Which is what they do shout. Every yeah. chef, every chef shouts when they come in. They go they go here, said, which is like welcome to the shop. Come in, n- 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 yeah. da, da, da. oh man! And then Homer goes yeah. hello,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the that. chefs just jump. that's great.
2: <laughs> also, when the, when they're coming out to tell Homer, he's going bakayarō, bakayarō, which is uh you you idiot, you fool. Oh um, really? Yeah. There's a couple of other things that I didn't catch at the time, but they were definitely Japanese, Japanese, except for the inarticulate shouting, mm-hmm. which is you know that's that's universal. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to do that at point. inarticulate shouting <laughs> 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 loud noises yeah, uh, yeah. <sighs> there's not much to talk about with the wackiness really because it can go here I guess we get another Moe's prank phone call mm-hmm. gag as well which was pretty good see more butts yeah, yeah. classic yeah. classic Classic. that was also a neat little explanation for Homer trying to
2: call home but he couldn't call his yeah. home because Bart was on his home phone calling in
0: yeah Um. that's actually an amazing coincidence yeah, yeah. well You'd, I mean that was what well, was the thing that happened? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, just way to mix a reoccurring gag with a plot point, like uh, very yeah. elegant. Yeah, yeah very neat writing there.
1: The nursing home has. Thank you for not discussing the outside world. <laughs> oh, Blakey. <laughs> yeah.
0: Alright, so yeah, let's talk about the heart of this episode And yeah, let's start out with Grandpa and Homer in this Because this is a beautiful moment And I like how Homer just gets resentful And is like, oh, this is why we're not on yeah. good terms Yeah, <laughs>
1: This is how it starts It's like, Dad, we've never been close, have we? No, not really I was like, not to my memory <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: And he's like, we've never played catch or gone fishing We never danced the hoochie-coo
1: either <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like oh, typical grandpa at that point and so, so the grumpy. balls just fall down Yes. Says, viewers, ah. yeah. Oh, and he melts,
2: you yeah. know, and he's such a persnickety, cranky yeah. old man, yeah, who's. Clearly, like his heart has closed off over the years. Oh,
0: yeah. But so just to watch it open again as he takes his boy, you know, for a beautiful. fish. Beautiful. Oh, let's get some worms. You oh, know? God. Just a I quick thing really the sack. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love you, boys. He's holding on the window as the car pulls away. It's It really <laughs> tugged on my strings, man. I've got to go
0: call my dad. Yeah, yeah man. The way old way people to... desperate for attention outside a car window playlist. <laughs> oh. Can I
2: come too? <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow that is a specific, that's a, that, that's a niche, but I mm. would
0: watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch that. So any other heart moments? Ha! Yes. Uh, Were there yes. <laughs> Just, you yes. know, everywhere. <laughs> I really
2: also felt Marge's fancy dinner, w- with her watching out the thing and trying not to cry while the mm. kids
0: are asking what's going on, and she doesn't want to tell them that her Sometimes dad's th- it's fun to put out candles. Oh, yeah. God. Sometimes it's fun to put out the fine china. And
2: Bart's like, no, what's really
0: going on? And she doesn't want
2: to say, your dad's dying okay
0: <laughs> we love oh. your father very much god it's so what, beautiful but why <laughs> yeah yeah marge in this episode like total mvp mm-hmm. right? yeah yeah <laughs>
1: except for the fact she lets him sleep in
0: yeah i yeah. mean come on no man <laughs>
2: you got to do something it's cruel to wake him up as well you know you want to be nice to him it's and cruel to letting let him, him sleep i know
0: you can see where she was coming from, yeah. but also, you know, he's right. An if he can't sleep
2: in, in on his day off. On <laughs> his, you know, his last
0: big day off, his last chance for a nice sleep in. It's kind of weird as well because it was her request. Yeah, to of
1: the sunrise. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But you know I mean they made it
1: joke of the alarm going off at six and just turning slapping it straight away. <laughs> yes, That's hilarious. Yeah. the hilarious. And
0: the timing was impeccable. It was so mm. quick cut. Yeah, and talking about like the episode slowing down, like Homer's like frantically going around trying to, you know, complete all these micro tasks and whatever, yeah. and then when he comes in with Marge and they go to be intimate spelt. I-N-T-A-M-I-T <laughs> ah, <laughs> On his list That was well, great Well he tried He had a crack at it But yeah How <laughs> he that scene Slows right yeah, down Yeah And uh, she Marge- reads in
2: the poem Her shit poem Which is so heartfelt yeah. Oh man That and, poem got to me Yeah yeah? <laughs> yeah Man I I mean It was a bad poem But that's but part it of its beauty It was the delivery it, That really yeah, sold it yeah. yeah And she was like Just in tears And he was like Oh geez, Marge poetry And by the end He's in tears Yeah They kid and it fades out, and you're just like,
0: oh man. Yeah. I mean,
1: like the opening and you're like, the darkened clouds are forming. He's like, oh, come on. Oh, <laughs> come <laughs> on. Yeah, just like, like you yeah. said, when it, when it gets to the end, he's like, that was beautiful. Yeah. yeah.
0: And yeah, you can tell they just had some really slow, meaningful sex then. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I love cutting back from the first act break where Marge is just crying, and Homer's like, settle down, Marge. I'm the one who's dying here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah anything else to say about
1: the heart? I mean, it's peppered all throughout, so you've just got each individual thing off his list he's trying to do, have heart to heart with Bart. That's hilarious. Yeah. His little, you know, <laughs> the
0: shaving li- scene <laughs> and the uh, yeah. Bart just thinks he's in trouble on yeah. every single yeah. sentence.
1: Yeah, and then he and then they double down on that where he's like, uh you know, you're gonna be the man of the house. Oh come on, Lisa never lifts a finger around here.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. Well <laughs> oh, even the first one he's like oh God. And he just immediately he jumps his with hands. And, Yeah, <laughs> but Here his we go out. again. <laughs> yeah. It's and, great.
1: Yeah and then the you know cover for me ooh good idea boss yep. yeah, it was like that one. Yeah. I had here. And then they throw back to it when he breaks yeah. the, the, the glass.
0: <laughs> that shaving scene as well is always stuck with me. Yeah. Dude, that is
1: iconic of The yeah. Simpsons. And a little I think... your nose and then you get a little square of toilet paper and put I some I think I'm not here. the only one to say here. that taught and me how there. to shave. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah Anywhere else, else you're bleeding. bleeding. Yeah. Don't worry, the blood will hold it right on your
0: face. And yeah, just on the shaving as well. Like I love how much he freaks out of the uh, yeah. aftershave. It's a great like Home Alone scene. Yeah, yeah. 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 Shaking the fists, going, why I ought <laughs> 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 ah. Anyway, guys, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons?
1: Yes. I don't know. I mean, it's not a laugh riot, but there are still some really solid jokes.
2: Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, the whole Japanese sequence is really funny and really Simpsonsy. Yeah. I really liked them. Um, what, what would you recommend for a scared white family that's not <laughs> sure they should be here? And then the waiter's just like, oh, that's an easy one. We get that all the time. Yeah. Yep,
0: yep. The sushi surprise is very non-threatening. Non-threatening. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, there is, like, a lot of that Simpsons, uh, uh, not satire, but, like, I don't know, wit about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: There's a little quick line that I really like, which is when Homer's in jail and there's a guy playing harmonic and he's like, hey, that's (laughs) kind (laughs) of nice. What are you in for? Atmosphere.
3: Atmosphere.
0: (laughs) Ah,
2: fuck, it's so good. It's so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And then, like, just a hard left in back into the plot after that joke. Oh, it's just... Fantastic pacing. Yeah, it's not like, I don't know, you think of like episodes like Homer the Clown or Sweet Seymour Skinner's Badass song. Yeah, the ones that really feel like a Simpsons episode. Mm. Yeah, this isn't that, but it's like the characters are on top form and it's more like you're watching these same characters going yeah. through this very particular circumstance. Yeah. yeah. It's like we're
2: watching the Simpsons characters in like an. 80s sitcom instead of a 90s sitcom where everything's okay. a little more dramatic
0: and a little mm. more real.
2: And I guess mm. that's the early Simpsons versus late Simpsons. Very special episode.
0: So, I mean, I don't have much to say about the character integrity because I think it is actually really on, but yeah, yeah. it's just an yeah.
1: unusual circumstance for them. But I still think they land in a very Simpsons way.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. The pacing is different especially different than be- then the simpsons becomes yeah. mm. but they use that to their advantage massively and they are a, a show that
0: plays with different formats yeah. and genre styles and and and, and frame- frameworks yeah yeah and yeah you w- you certainly wouldn't do an episode where any of the other family members it looks like they're about to die i no, think <laughs> that be too much <laughs> yeah. mm. so i think homer's the perfect candidate in that way yeah you couldn't even do marge my heart no. would just break that would
1: hurt too much yeah
2: poor Homer wrestling with his and Mar and the kid. Oh, ow, <laughs> ow,
0: my heart. Lisa <laughs> gets cancer. No. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> but yes or no, guys, would you watch this one again? Yes. Yes. Definitely. We're going to watch it again. We're going to put it in a playlist. What playlist do we put it in? Death. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yep, the grim specter of death. I like it.
2: <laughs> Ones where someone bangs on the glass and says, Mrs. Bouvier.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. Another reference to The Graduate. Yeah, put this in The Graduate playlist. Mm. <laughs> and they even have like a little bit of of a palport of the Mrs. Robinson music.
2: Well, I guess it would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice.
1: If I ate some food, goo. <laughs> Oh, um, But
0: not the poison part, because that'll kill me too. We're going to put this in hey. in the people getting with Edna K playlist. Yep, yep, yeah, That's yep. getting to be a big playlist now. Yep, the one shot with Edna K. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I like
1: that. Yeah, the entire place, with the, everyone's one shot. <laughs> and did they fuck it up?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, Bob, unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. That's uh, true. Head chef of the Happy Sumo, very, very successful. successful. <laughs> His skilled hands were busy. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> put it in with uh, nagging parents so at least he's got the bitter beginning he's like Go to sushi and Homer's like no. I'm like, if I didn't say yes the first time, why yeah. would I say yes the second time? Well maybe you'll say yes the 99th time. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yes. Please, Please so that's with... a the parents. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So can we get a mouth splash more? Yeah. Put it with that kind of thing. Yeah. You
2: could tie the bucketless bottomless feedback into mm-hmm. with the sushi, the endless sushi. Oh uh,
0: yeah, Homer gorging himself yeah. at a restaurant. Yep. Um Oh, that'd be a good pairing. I like that.
1: Yeah. Family feedback and the uh, seafood one, I've forgotten the name of Frying Dutchman.
0: Yep. Yeah. Frying Dutchman, that was it. And yeah, just super heartfelt episodes. Totally, totally. So BT, is there anything you'd like to change about this episode?
1: Ooh, Ooh. that's tough. Because I did mention before how no one's really sure if he ingest the poison. Yep. But then we talked about how you kind of need that ambiguity. And if yeah. you spell it out too loudly, it's going to ruin the rest of it. Yeah. So I think as much as I kind of have a problem with that, I think they've done it the right way anyway. Yeah.
2: I think you can't address it too well. Yeah. I was thinking about this as well, and I, I know that if we point at it, it detracts from the episode or the strength yeah. of the episode. Yeah. I was thinking about maybe the head chef looking at the... Dead fish, and we can't tell if it's taken the poison bit or the not poison bit. Mm. So maybe like no going to the hospital at all. Like the head chef's just like
1: oh, we can't tell. We think you've taken the poison. That's the same problem. I mean, going to Hibbert sells it so much harder. Yeah, it does. Yeah. it just it's also just weird that he's the just, stages he's a grieving scene
2: away. is so good. It's I mean now Homer's quick like mood swings is a done bit, but back then that was the, This is like the first time he's done a mood swings bit.
1: You could have potentially done a thing where he's Hibbert's like, well. Well, we've taken your blood and we'll get the results back in 48 hours. Uh, yes. There we you go. have a thousand however, if you've taken this. Yes. Yeah, you have, mm. But it's most likely you have 24 hours. Yeah. There we go. Done. Boom. Sold. I, I would change, change that. Yeah,
0: I'm sold. How about you, Denny? Is there anything you'd like to change? I want to change that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want Beach's idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
2: good, but I don't know why Larry King was in it, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, other guest star of this episode, Larry King, reading the good book. I think I was going for, like, a misdirect joke of, ah, oh, The Good Book, on tape. On tape, yeah, mm-hmm. by Larry King. And he's, like, Jewish, I think. We'll get some matzo ball soup. We'll go watch the basketball game. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's only uh, Old Testament.
2: Yeah, they definitely did the bit in Isaiah, but get Ezekiel, and yep. Ezekiel, yeah. baguette, zzz, 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 and then I can see the comedic premise. We need someone surprising to be the voice actor. Let's get a Jewish person to read the, the Bible. <laughs> but I don't know. It just felt like an odd choice, you know? Yeah. Oh,
0: well, actually, it should have
2: been Krusty the Clown.
3: <laughs> Cause I, I think that would have been too lighthearted he's, he's got
2: a funnier voice also he's the sort of person that would take shit work for kicks yeah and he's the sort of person that like you could see him trying to do the serious voice I'm doing the serious voice serious voice serious voice whoa <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like
0: that would have been better I'm changing that Yeah, fair enough. And just on that note as well, apparently Larry King wasn't their first choice. Apparently they offered this to Bruce Springsteen. Wow! Which, yeah, that's weird. And also William Shatner, who was offered, but he turned it down.
2: That makes sense though. Shatner, like, he's one of those voices you'd expect to like, ooh, Shatner version of the Bible? I'm getting
0: that. Yeah. I would get that. (laughs) Shatner Bible. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And in the beginning, (laughs) the world was void. (laughs) Yes. Oh! What would you change? What would I change? Um, look, this isn't usually what you come to The Simpsons for, is what I guess I'm trying to say. And I don't think it's wrong for doing that. Like, even in these early season two and whatever, they like have these very Simpsonsy episodes like Bart yeah. the Daredevil or yeah. something like that, which have a lot of wacky hijinks. And this one just pumps the brakes, and I kind of respect it for that. So as for what I'd change... I'd just put maybe a few more wacky things and like I kind of understand that maybe this episode was just pumping the brakes because they'd had a lot of episodes like Bart the Dead Evil where they were doing a lot of cartoony bombastic things and this mm. one was like a bit mm. more simple and was probably more functional that way. anyway. Okay.
1: Malachi four, one to six. So at the end, Larry King is reading the last chapter of the Old Testament. And really? it's because he's Jewish. Ah. so he would not go into New Testament.
0: And musical moments of this episode. So yeah, the big karaoke scenes. Oh yeah. Yes. So they often draw Richard Sakai, who works behind the scenes for The Simpsons, mm. into episodes. And they got him singing... Is that Gypsy's Tramps and Thieves? Yeah, that was, that was a great song. How does this song throw. keep coming up on our podcast?
1: <laughs> I don't know. But I like that he's just kind of nervous. Uh, hi everyone, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm an anesthesiologist. And uh, <laughs> this one goes out to my wife. Yeah. Oh, I was born on the back of a Kills traveling it. show. Dude just nails that. Yeah, <laughs> He
2: did introduce himself as Richard Sakai, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, that was nice. Nice little just overt drop in. And of course, barton Lisa
0: singing Shaft,
2: which that was is a mellow. Yeah. Just watching them grooving on stage. Yeah, yeah man. They're really like feeling the moment.
0: is a complicated man. Yeah. Yeah. No one him, but It one... was really. John Shaft, but like Lisa, like interjecting with Shaft. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was like two people actually up on stage jamming. It didn't seem like two yeah. kids holding the mic. Nervously with both hands. You yeah. know, it didn't seem like kids on stage.
1: It's one of those scenes where you can always feel the lead up, but they're going through the list like, Lease, we're doing Shaft. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. The season pros. They are season
1: karaoke yeah.
0: pros. That's what That's what I got. From, from well, they're that.
1: singing from TV as well. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, man. I can dig it. And the other musical moment, which was Barney's Answering Machine.
1: <laughs> nobody's
0: here. Nobody's, nobody's here. here. nobody's here. Nobody's in. Great. I remember how big those were, those shitty novelty.
1: Yeah. Fucking, believe it or not, George, George isn't,
0: isn't at home. home. <laughs> yeah. Put this in, yeah, a cross series playlist of Answering Machine. Or later <laughs> yeah. on
1: when they're uh, trying to select one. Oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Do the message. Do here come the beep. Here comes the beep. Yeah, and I like how when he does pick up the phone, and yeah, it's that old '80s phone with the tape answering machine. So it like squealed a little bit as yeah. he. Like, yes. Yeah, just a little bit of observation. Oh, note to stuff. the audience:
2: if you still have one of those novelty answering machines on your mobile phone, change that shit. It, <laughs> it is not the '80s anymore. Let it go. Mm. I still get customers like with the like the James Bond theme. And, really? Yeah. Doo do do. The person you have called is not. That was a terrible James Bond
0: theme. Wow, <laughs> but. Leave a message. Ooh. <laughs> Goldfinger. I don't know any other James Bond things.
2: Oh, you know, do 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 <laughs> There's no lyrics in this song. He is not uh, at the phone. You know, actually. You know,
1: GoldenEye. Leave me a message on no, this. No, not actually. Oh, Tina Turner, man. Come on. Did she do the GoldenEye thing? Yeah. Mm. GoldenEye oh, well. found his weakness.
0: You know, actually, a lot of people rip shit on the Jack White and Alicia Keys Bond theme. I fucking, that's a jam.
1: It starts really strong, but it goes to shit, I think. Yeah. Like that. Mm.
0: That's really cool. Yeah.
1: But then it just slows down and they do that kind of call response bit and I don't think it works. Oh, okay. You know what was a sick one? Adele. Yeah. 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 to Ooh. watch
0: the sky fall. She yeah. killed it, man. It's mm. mm. um. a very
1: cool mashup between um, Quatz's No One Knows and Adele's Skyfall. It's Yeah, sick. yeah oh, check God. it out. It's really good. Yes.
0: Oh, uh, editing guy, just drop a little bit of it yeah, right here. Yeah, uh, hit us with that. I think
1: it's called uh, No One Knows When the Sky Falls. It's good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sick. And that was by DJ Pulpy, that is spelled DJ. P-O-U-L-P-I. Okay, back to the show.
1: BT, do you have any other notes? Indeed I do. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I really like the five stages of grieving a Homer goes oh. through them in about 20 seconds. Yes. <laughs> Homer,
0: your progress is astounding. <laughs> and he does so, seem so at peace with him after that. You yeah, know, so yeah, yeah in the yeah, end yeah, of that, that scene. Sometime. Yeah. 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 But I love the bargaining. <laughs> you got to do something, Doug. I'll make it worth your while. Perfect. <laughs> What's
1: after fear? What's after fear? <laughs> yeah. God, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. But I like how he's making a list in the first thing is make list and it's crossed off yeah <laughs> uh, i was talking to someone about how good you know crossing things off a list was and i showed them that adventure time ice king which is like clear out the fridge but it's written across six parts yeah yeah
0: <laughs> make you feel like you've done six things
1: yeah and yeah just that last bit where it's you know bye maggie you'll stay as sweet as you are mm. bye lisa i know you'll make me proud bye bart I like your sheets.
2: Oh, there's so much in that straight away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He really wants to have something nice to say, Mm. but he can't think of anything about Bart (laughs) at all to compliment. Also,
1: just like when, you know, he kisses the other two and they kind of smile, and he kisses Bart, and he just kind (laughs) of grimaces. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you can feel that muzzly (laughs) lips against his spiky head. Yeah. How about you, Danny? Any other notes?
2: I notoriously don't take notes, but I did like, what do you call that thing that we do? be intimate with each other
0: be intimate <laughs> <laughs> and yeah during that moment as well we paused and checked out all the other things he wanted to do yeah go hang gliding plant a tree mm-hmm. and <laughs> he wasn't ever gonna do no, that no <laughs> chance very sweet of him though you know yeah, yeah. Well, they're,
1: all, they're all nice ideas but how I do like i make my life fulfilled? obviously we had to cut those yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would have been boring as hell to watch but i really like that they get cut and you feel yeah you feel like time closing in on you
2: him. really do don't you yeah. they really play that urgency
0: but it was also nice because you could tell Homer's like, oh, yeah, i got to have one more activity with my old man. And yeah. like, that was, yeah, nice framing as well. What about you? Oh, uh, it must be time for my final notes then. Must be
1: time for his final notes. notes. Yes,
0: I've got to do a theme song for this section. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Finally, totally took 101 episodes.
0: <laughs> so this was back before Lisa was a vegetarian and mm-hmm. Homer was like, oh, i got the dried out end piece of meatloaf here for you, Lisa. Mm. Meatloaf, mm. come
1: get it what's unbelievably hot.
0: <laughs> and he's right. The dried out end piece, you know, that's a good piece. Oh, mm. the, the end piece playlist. <gasps>
2: that was the end piece. Ooh. <laughs> Five seconds. Oh, isn't this something
0: faster than a microwave? Yeah. Uh, and I love the farting sauce bottle joke as well. And Bart's like giggling and home. He's like, shut up. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I like how Lisa's like trying to break the mold here. And it's like, let's go out. You know, anything oh, except man. for hamburgers, pizza and fried chicken. Fine.
2: Dramatic. Oh. Mellow, her melodramatic, like poetic. Oh, yeah. Thursday, the day of bleak meatloaf again and again until yes. it as end it of was time. the Thursday previous. God, yeah. what a fucking heartbroken wanker that really
1: <laughs> illustrates her as you know, being this hyper intelligent person. Seriously, just, you know, what? can't just say, oh, I'm a little tired of doing the same thing all the time. So going to be no from cradle to grave, unending as a shall ever be.
0: Ah, oh, <laughs> such melodrama, yeah. such pageantry. Yeah. And I gotta say, this episode, they didn't have to either. They pointed out, yeah, that first scene took place on a Thursday, that the sushi restaurant was on a Friday night, yeah, so that they'd lead up for Saturday to explain why the kids were at home. Hmm. Oh! I think that is just such a subtle touch that they didn't really need to. Yeah, they kept do. that timeline strong. Even um,
2: Burns being like, "Have him at my office first thing Monday morning." Yeah, yeah. we'll see who eats whose, whose shorts. shorts. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, <laughs> oh, I'm it's so an episode that is full
1: of really good details. Like I really like uh, when Homer does finally make it home. All the kids are in their pajamas. Yeah, but they're still up with this kind of "Why are we not going to bed?" expression. But they don't yeah. address that. It's just the detail that's there that naturally would be.
0: Yeah, just really elegant. Like, definitely such an definitely. elegant episode. Oh, while we're talking about Timeline, Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that, what a great scene. Yeah. Tomorrow,
2: <gasps> I would love to come over tomorrow.
0: He's just typical indignant Homer, and mm. says like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll He's, even
1: bring the thickest, juiciest T-bones you've perfect. ever seen. He starts out
2: so bored and dissing, no, Flanders, I don't want to yeah, come over yeah. to your house. <laughs> no, I don't want to come over. No, Flanders, I don't want to come over to your stupid- <gasps>
0: Light bulb, <laughs> he just Tomorrow? starts having fun with it as he's walking out the door. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on him, I'll be dead. Oh man, it's brilliant! You know,
2: such a, a good way of him seeing the bright side. Hey, I'm about to die, but I can, fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're all sitting there we visualizing how tomorrow is going to plan out. He, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And, and, and when he wakes up being like, woohoo, I'm alive. There's so much hanging over his head that just goes unshown. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah. He has to front back to the bar and like, oh, hey, guys. I kissed everyone. <laughs> you better
2: be dead tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to go back into work. He's got to go over to Flanders' yeah. house. So much
0: Well, no, I mean, it still was worth it for that end moment where he said, I'm going to live every day till it's fullest. And then he's watching bowling, eating pork Mm. (laughs) rinds. To it's fullest. Um, The way that the sushi chef, the apprentice chef says, concentrate, that's... Sticks with me. Oh, That's yeah, like yes. one of those Simpsons ruined my brain moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go, try go, like,
1: you just thinking yourself concentrate.
2: <laughs> and then it takes the thing and it just <laughs> deflates. Oh, God. Poison, poison, I poison. Feel that Tasty one. fish. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like when you're defusing the bomb, as you do, <laughs> and yeah. you cut the first wire and the timer starts going really fast. Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> Actually, yeah, and I don't really want to give out your email address, but you don't use it anymore. That made your email really easy to remember. Oh, yeah. Being Fugu at whatever it was. Uh, hotmail. Dot com. it's okay it's okay mm-hmm. it's that why you picked it or like you just generally like fugu oh no it was definitely from this episode really yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it was yeah i remember yeah adding you on msn messenger back in the day yeah. oh my god yep icq and the msn little bing sound and yeah. yeah
2: yeah kids these days won't remember you gotta be a 90s kid to blank blank blank
0: <laughs> yeah man remember having to be right back because mom needed phone or like the girl comes online and so you like go offline back online so you pop up on their window again you go online (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: hey yeah i just showed up
0: and you know we were talking before about but like assuming he was in trouble same with Lisa yeah. hey dad do you want me to stop this infernal racket yeah. yeah
1: and I really like the transition from like she's playing blues and I was like oh and then just <laughs> when the saints go over there <laughs> yeah.
2: that really establishes his pattern of bad parenting you know mm. yeah like both kids are just like oh dad again I'm here to get in trouble yeah that's sad but it's also another really heartfelt poignant thing you know it shows that he has been wasting his time in regret it and here he is trying to make up for the lost time and reconnect with his dad reconnect yeah. with his kids it sort of makes them all more more poignant you know, here I am trying to make up for lost time, trying to fix
0: what I can't fix because I'm dying it's too late Yeah, mm. Homer's tape to Maggie as well is just <laughs>
2: yes, that's Yet another one that really shows his true character uh, mm. as a parent and as a human being.
0: Yeah, it's it's also heart and jokes as well. Yeah, uh, yes. Either you're watching this or you've already taped over it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like, your father was a kind man. He was a simple man. He loved his children. Bart,
1: get your butt down here! <laughs> scratch.
0: Scratching scratch. himself. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when you itch, you gotta scratch. And the scene where Eddie and Lou haul him in, you know, (sighs) way way to introduce like a quick bit of added drama right at Mm -hmm. the end of the episode here. Yeah. Yeah. The cops with the glasses on and their big smiles. Well, maybe we don't want to give
1: you a ticket. Mm. It's so menacing. And just see what else your tax dollars pay for.
0: Oh, that scene where they throw him in the slammer. Like, that is so stark, that angle. It's so... Yes.
1: Makes you wonder, if you were, you know, 24 hours to leave, could you just get a note from your doctor and be like, free of all (laughs) laws. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah you won't be able to process me anyway so (laughs) and my final note is when homer does die and he uh, doesn't die when he drops the tape Mm -hmm. that bell that rings that dang just so yeah you know we were playing with your synthesizer before the the rise and um rise and hit yeah yeah and it was that moment it was like bill 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 ding Mm -hmm. and like big shot of the town yes yeah yes mm. Oh, very good. Yeah. It is time to rank this thing.
2: It's time for Danny to kick it off. I said this last time you made me kick it off. Ah, mm. oh, crap. It, I don't know what I want to rank this it's one. It's
1: tough. Yeah.
2: Yeah. In a way, it feels like a QZ and it doesn't feel like a QZ. Sure. It's strange, I guess, mm.
1: because... It is a very different episode. It's
2: because it's very different. It, because it, it doesn't feel like the Simpsons experience in a way. Mm-hmm. But I have to give it a QZ because it is also such a heartfelt, powerful story that's told really well. And I think the point I want to really like harp on again was that I'm so impressed with its balance of yeah. bathos to poignancy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that it can add comedy to powerful, dramatic, important moments without undercutting them or detracting from the importance of the moment. And I think that's a lesson that all the later seasons of The Simpsons get very wrong, mm. that balance, and and that Marvel, one of the biggest, richest franchises on the planet, <laughs> get very wrong, and I guess so many other things do, but that's mm. one that stands out to me. And this is just like, it's like a lesson in artistry of how yeah. to add comedy to sadness and to drama and to heart. Yeah, It's like how to add colors together without making brown mush, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, so that's a QZ for me, I'm very impressed with it.
0: All right, yeah, I'm going Q because well, I was trying to use this discussion to... Because, yeah, I too was teetering on the gold QZ fence, borderline, whatever. And the thing that would make me not want to give it a cubic is, like I said, it's not like all these big, like, fun, wacky, bombastic episodes yeah, that also yeah. had a really tight story tight about scripting. them. scripting. So, yeah, this is more leaning into the heart, the emotion, and whatever. This so, is Pony. Yeah. I mean, even that, like... Yeah, big heartfelt episode, lots of cartoony stuff about it. Yeah. And so this isn't, yeah, your typical Simpsons experience, but we say the difference between cubic and gold is essential versus excellent. Mm. And honestly, I think this is an essential one for a Simpsons fan to just take some time with because this is yeah. such a unique episode in the way that it really pulls back the pacing, yeah. it really slows down and feels every moment in a way that not a lot of other Simpsons episodes do and it does it in a way that still feels very Simpsons-y. Yeah. And, and it, still and actually feel something. I, I yeah, watched yeah. this and I actually felt things. Mm. And to make it feel real even after I've seen it the billionth time. Yeah. yeah. It's just, in my eyes, it's uh, amazing. How about you, BT? What do you reckon?
1: Well, typically when we give something a cubic of it's something that is just you know packed and rapid fire we cannot believe how good it is, is mm, how i've yeah. often it mm. in the past for this one i am going to go cubic zirconia because even though it's not that rapid fire joke pacing everything is so perfectly balanced and just the storytelling in it is flawless other than maybe the karaoke scene there's not a wasted line of dialogue mm. everything serves a function sometimes multiple function and the fact that every single scene you get this heartfeltness with comedy that doesn't ruin either side. They manage to balance perfectly as you were saying, Danny. It's yeah, just like yeah. that's amazing achievement. And just it is
2: a tightrope walk, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. And just even, you know, little scenes where he's with his kids and you still find something funny. Or yeah, just every single scene figures that out and does it so well. It's yeah. amazing. And yeah, really, really great
0: gives me great pleasure to say that this episode will be a unanimous cubic zirconia and this will be joining other such episodes as a bunch of season two ones actually mm. but the daredevil mm. mentioned yeah. before yeah. the way we was where we go back and see how yeah. marge and homer met in high school that
1: one's got gut oh
0: Ooh. man uh when homer's sitting on the stairs and so like, i thought this was uh, meant to be <laughs> you know <yeah>. was <sighs> I the, the one where he learns french yeah 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 oh, yeah man that was a Good one. (laughs) Brush With Greatness as well that Mm -hmm. we did with you and Jordan, Danny, with... Marge painting Ringo Starr, oh, Mount Splashmore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. in the Nagging Kids playlist. Mm. And other such episodes as Lisa's Pony, Flaming Moe, Lisa the Beauty Queen, Mr. Plough, Barbershop Quartet. We reviewed recently for our 100th episode Sweet Seymour Skinner's Badass Song. Yep. <laughs> Grandpa versus Sexual Inadequacy. Bart, wow. Bart the Fink. Bart sells his soul. Who shot Mr. Burns? And Brother from Another Series with Cecil. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. see, so all those ones are more indicative. Of a Simpsons mm, episode. Yeah, yeah so. this was
1: very different. And if someone was to say, "Oh, I don't think this is essential," I, I would disagree. But I could see where they were coming from.
0: Yeah. Well, what you were talking about before, Danny, with like the Simpsons aren't afraid to, you know, go for format changes. Yeah. I'd say this is, yeah. yeah, them doing a format change and it working. Dude, it's like it's like the broccoli of the Simpsons. You know, <laughs> you might not enjoy
2: it on the same level as chocolate ice cream, but maybe you need it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. very
0: good for you. It's yeah. very nutritious. <laughs> the the yeah, nutritious episodes. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, this is the tasty fish. (laughs) This fish is delish. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that about does it for whatever episode of The Simpsons Index this is. Before we get going, let's talk about what else we're into outside of The Simpsons. BT, what have you been enjoying this week?
1: I've been watching on YouTube a lot of Drawfee. So, Drawfee? Yeah, so like the word coffee with draw instead of cough. Okay. Basically, it's just artists who um, do things like they have to draw d monsters they've never seen before. Oh, or okay. they, you know, have to draw Pokemon from memory and it's, yeah, just really funny and they get some really weird creations. And anything with Julia tends to be hilarious because she's got a really weird, dark sense of humor and it's awesome.
0: Oh, I like this because, yeah, a little while ago I liked all those, like, YouTube nailed it, like the, the... Yeah, yeah,
1: it's a little bit like that. So, yeah, funny stuff, check it out.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Uh, how about you, Danny? What are you into? Oh boy, going to do the big one. Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. He's repositioning you, ladies and gentlemen. I want everyone that watches this and listens to this
2: to go and read something called Parahumans or called Worm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, you haven't talked
2: about this yet. I know I haven't mentioned this on the podcast, but this is possibly no, not possibly. This is by a factor of like a thousand percent the greatest book I've ever read. By like thousand wow. percent, I've told all my friends to do it, and it's s- true. many of them haven't. Not to name names, but Elliot, get the fuck <laughs> onto this beach. You're a novelist. Read the best thing I've ever read.
1: I am actually looking for something new to read. Ever. At work
2: read. Now that
1: uh, Cracked is not fun to read anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. During lunch. So. By like
2: a thousand percent. Okay, I better quickly talk about what it means. It's an online webcomic. It's at parahumans.net. Not comic, sorry. Yeah, about Web say. novel. Parahumans.net or you can look up Worm. It's by a guy called John C. McRae. It's a superhero story. It's a superhero story, but it is dark and gritty.
0: It feels very real. It is. Mm.
2: It feels very real. It is dark and gritty, but not in the shit way that DC is dark and gritty. Yeah, not it's in more a like, Yeah, it's more more like a really clever and in-depth look at reality. If superpowers suddenly manifested in the world, how would that affect Mm. people? You know, if there were suddenly superpowers everywhere, what consequences would that have politically? How would Mm. the governments change? How would policing change? How would people feel safe at night? How would powers interact with each other? Would people get powers that, is it like getting cancer? Is it going to have negative effects on your body? Is it going to have, and it's so deep and tense and tight. It starts at a really simple place as well. It starts with like innocent girl in high school, like getting bullied by kids and she has the powers and she doesn't know whether to use them and keep them a secret. When I grow up, I want to be a superhero. Mm. And every chapter just ratchets up in such a gradual, but big sort of way that by the end, it's a bigger scale than the world being at stake. Mm. And, oh, every single chapter just gets deeper and darker. And man, there's going to be like, what if crazy people get superpowers? What if people go crazy from their superpower? What if it messes with your brain function? What if there are psychopaths with superpowers out there now? Mm-hmm. Is there any check on people could be the equivalent of a nuclear bomb? Suddenly a country has a human being that is uh, changes the geopolitical balance of power because one person, is there a power that could crack open the planet or the universe or time and space? Who knows? And... God, you guys have to fucking read this. And (laughs) it is huge. It is enormous. It's like a series of books, but it's worth doing because it's broken up into acts. You can sort of stop anywhere if you don't, but it's worth doing. And he's just started doing a sequel series, Parahumans 2. Ooh. And so my life is a better place. Also, <laughs> there's a fan audiobook of the whole first thing. It's just been finished. So you can oh, wow. you can do it on audiobook. It's by the fans. So it takes a couple of chapters before they get a feel for how to be a good mm-hmm. uh, audio audiobook podcasters. But they get great. They start doing voices and shit. And
0: so, yeah, if you search Worm Audiobook, it's by Robert Ramsey yeah. on, yeah. Stre- uh, on podcast. Shout out to those guys. It's on all the podcast things because they
2: are really good. It takes a little bit of time before they really find their feet. But mm-hmm. it took us quite a bit. Our first couple of episodes are <laughs> not amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry that I just ranted and ranted, but but it is the best. Please, I'm talking I'm lo- talking to Elliot and Beach <laughs> as well as to everyone out
0: there. Please read it cuz it is phenomenal. I need someone to talk to about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do like how the breaks up in the chapters and I feel like it's a sort of thing that you can leave as a bookmark on your phone and keep yes. like coming back to. Yeah. It. Uh,
2: man, you just had like 20 hours on a plane. You should have been on the audiobook. Oh wait, no internet. Uh, yeah, never mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I did buy Wi-Fi on the fly home so that i could read all the nintendo direct <laughs> news <laughs> sick oh what's something that you've been getting into outside of the simpsons i don't think i've mentioned steven universe yet have i Ah, I can't yeah. remember. well i've only actually been into it recently but i've just blitzed through the first three seasons yeah i feel almost a bit late to the party because especially claire double r has mm-hmm. been telling us for yeah. ages you yeah. gotta watch steven universe and i finally did and that's another thing that's just phenomenally better than you expect it to be yeah I am just so amazed with Steven Universe how it absolutely is a kid's show, it feels like a kid's show, and most of the episodes are just metaphors for growing up in a household that's not the standard nuclear. Uh, There's metaphors for growing up in a broken home, alternate marriages, and... Like the way how his dad is sort of off to the side, yeah, um, that he doesn't live with him. I feel like there is so much that this series is doing to make it feel relatable for yeah. anyone growing up in a in a so split much home.
2: complexity and yeah.
0: emotional like nuance to it. Yeah, and
2: it's clearly aimed at children, but there's so much maturity for a parent, an adult to take out of it as well. Yeah, it's clearly going to be so healthy for kids to watch, like for their understanding of the world. I think mm. that's a really healthy, important thing for people to watch. Like, a lot of the cartoons that we like are cartoons that are for kids, but with comedy for mm. adults. And this is yeah. like for kids with depth for adults, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's really interesting. It's sort of like something where the whole point of the episode is the character interplay and there happens to be like in the background there's superheroes saving the world and stuff and that just kind of goes on the background while they're talking about their day and their problems you know
0: (laughs) but yeah the interpersonal relationships are just astounding like um how they play with that and i feel like the series does take about sort of seven episodes at the start to establish the universe sort of some of the rules so Mm -hmm. like you as the audience like can get a handle on what going on, because it is like a far-out cartoon, you know. It's like Adventure Time in a way where they take it to the nth degree, but through doing it in a far-out way, they're able to, like, make metaphors for simple things that we know without sort of really, like, pulling focus on it. This is the moral of this story, you know? Yeah, so Australians' first three seasons are on stand now. Good um, choice. Yeah. And Rebecca Sugar as well. It's just amazing how Adventure Time became this, like, a uh, creative factory for so many people yeah. who've gone yeah. on to do amazing things. Rebecca
2: Sugar, if you're reading this, come on the
0: podcast. Oh, absolutely. Oh, have her on in a heartbeat. And, and yeah, just for the record, the Adventure Time finale, she wrote the final song for that. And, Oh man, the hook of you and I will always be back then. Shit, man, I'm almost welling up thinking about it. It is such a good line. <sighs> anyway, that's our show, guys. Um, that does it for The Simpsons Index today. Let's get out of here. That's been BT Calloway.
1: Ring a ding ding.
0: <laughs> that's been Danny Rosewell. <laughs> I'm Danny Rosewell. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, let me try again. I'm Danny Rosewell. I'm Danny Rosewell. That's better. Cool. The first deleted scene of this episode, I'll put that in, but reversed. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to teach me how to do that, but saying, that's all the mustard in the house! Woo! Thank
1: you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at Simpsons Index on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes!
2: Danny Loyal.
1: I was She requested poison by Britney Spears. Oh, wait, no, that's toxic, toxic. never mind.
0: <laughs> she probably wrote a song called Poison as well. Same thing. I wanna get poison, I'm a little bit Oh wait, that's dirty. So <laughs> I'm a poison in a bottle. No nope, bad. Stop it. <laughs> I do like poison in a
1: bottle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a poison in a bottle, don't open me. <laughs>
0: oh Take your last sips, boys. It's time to get in the
1: says you with three drinks.
0: <laughs> Ach, get your last sips, boys!
1: Tonight we
2: dine in hell. Yeah. And they don't yep.
1: serve open bar. So you don't want gun violence, but you're okay with missiles? Yeah, okay. Huh. Just want to know where the line was. People
0: aren't <laughs> like rocking up to school with missiles. <laughs> it's the gun missile. Oh line. man! I
1: mean, you know, you say that today.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Where is it in the Constitution that says I can't have a missile?
0: <laughs> this is my right to bear arms. Just holding up a fucking. It says
1: something. unimpeded, unimpeded right to bear arms. So, uh, where's my sarin gas tip-filled intercontinental ballistic missile, motherfuckers?
0: You know a lot about missiles.
1: I know way too much about the American Constitution. <laughs> it bothers me. I should know nothing.
0: You haven't talked about rolled oats for a while as well. I'll run ads. <laughs> Have I told you about that Carl Barron routine? How's no, it going? go on. Oh, it starts out with him telling about his name being Carl and how Americans... You mean Carl? Oh, you're winding me up, aren't you? Ah, oh, you silly bugger. <sighs> Another dropped plot element. Oh, did you have something to say as well? Shit, man, now I don't know. What are we up to? Raw oh, that's... Another... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and joining us um, because this is a podcast, isn't it? What podcast, do you might ask? I don't know. Where are we? Who can tell? Thank you for joining us this evening inside Quest Studios. Take three.
1: You want to get that mic there? Well, it really feels. I'm pretty close to it. Pretty Um, close, but I can see the wave function compared to the, you know. Oh, that's
2: just uh, sensitivity.
0: Ah. Welcome to the sensitive podcast.
1: (laughs) How are you doing?
0: We Uh are. No, no,
1: that's all it is us going, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. Uh huh. Well, I can see how there'd be a problem. (laughs) The sensitivity podcast. Oh, man, people would love it. I know. Let's make it. Well, you stole mine, so let me just have a quick look.
0: Mm. It's dullet. Um Right from under his red and black socks.
1: Mm. Uh, have you know, these are The Scream by the guy who painted The Scream. Oh, oh nice. Yeah.
0: He got into sockery. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Best place for his socky art.
1: Just, I mean, it's not bad. <laughs>
0: Uh, Flanders has a propane barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> He's so proud of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like to think that he bought that off Hank Hill. Yeah, yeah. I loved how much he pushes Homer for it as well. Yeah, yeah. Now you've
2: got to come over. I've got a propane barbecue. It's, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Homer's like, oh, Come on, man. you got to come to the.
0: <laughs> when
1: are you going <laughs> to say the barbecue?
0: Nice. <laughs> nice. This guy here. <laughs> Do you need some caffeine or something, dude? I'm still here, I'm still here. Okay. (laughs) We can get you a V. That tastes good with whiskey. I call it a whisk V. No, you don't. And then I whisk it with an egg whisker. Oh. I'm on my game tonight. (laughs) 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 Uh both those doors shut or just one? One's fine. Nine at the moment. I would say neither. It's neither neither nor neither. It's
2: neither neither nor neither. Oh, that's amazing.
1: Neither, neither, neither. Well if you know all three of us are once you gotta get ba 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 baran.
3: Ba 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 ba
2: ba
1: No no you're meant to stay at the same right. I'm not used to this, I'm I've drunk too much. Ba 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 baran. Ba 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 baran ba 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 baran ba 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 ba
3: swaaa and then some lost now